Bear with me, guys. I'm trying to pull up my notes. Motherfucker. Damn it. Am I sweating? The fuck?
some bullshit. Hey, it. all right, you know what just happened, y'all? I'm a complete hour ahead of showtime. My bad. So what we're going to do is I'm going to entertain you guys for an hour before before we uh before we get with the with the with the seriousness. So I got an hour to kill. And we're we're gonna we're gonna We're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get silly for a little bit. Okay. Who watches Stranger Things? Hit the number one if you have watched the last two to three seasons of Stranger Things. I'm going somewhere with this. Never mind this tissue on my head. Because I'm sweating. I just got out of the shower and I sweat. So that's what the fuck I do. All right, all right. Okay. So, okay, I assume most of you guys understand or have watched the show Stranger Things. Okay. Now, why am I bringing up Stranger Things. I'm going to tell you why I'm being, I'm talking about this for the next hour. The 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 female lead character. What is her name? Millie. Millie. What the fuck? Let me. Matter of fact, let me let me look up her name. Stranger 
vaccines. Just bear with me, y'all. I'm going somewhere with this. Let's look up the cast. Yes, cast. The little girl in question. And I say little girl very, very loosely. And I'm when I say this, I'm, I say this with air quotes when I refer to her as a little girl. Okay, let's meet the cast. The main protagonist, the little girl's name is Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown. Now, if you look at that name, you would think, you know what? That sounds like somebody wanted a boy, right? Because, you know, who the fuck names the... Okay, Millie... uh, Okay, we got Millie Jackson, but the Bobby Brown, come on, you. someone says Bobby Brown, you think of that R&B nigga, Bobby Brown, the cokehead that was formerly married to Mary, uh, Whitney Houston, okay? All right, all right, okay. I'm going somewhere with this. Just just be patient, okay? Um, who all here believes, like I do, that this Millie Bobby Brown is actually a boy? There I said it. I personally think that little girl is actually a boy. And I think what we see here is a gender inversion played out right before our eyes. Now, you can call me crazy, delusional. I've eaten too much catnip, but something is off about that child. She looks like a little boy. She does. Nothing about her uh, screams girl to me. And then every time I watch the Godzilla uh, King of the Monsters uh, trailer, and I, I, I just watched the shit out of that because I just I'm a Godzilla fan. I look at that that girl and I'm sitting here. That's a boy with long hair. Off comes the tissue. That, to me, is a whole little boy being masqueraded and groomed to be a little girl. You can, you will never, ever convince me otherwise. Nope. That is a boy. Damon, that is a boy. Does anyone, anybody else agree? Johnson, Johnson agrees. Chris Major, who? What do you mean? Really? Listen, if you don't know, if you if you don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about, I'm not, I'm not going to get you up to speed. I'm just not. I'm just not. That's what I'm not going to do. That's what I'm not going to do. Who is this requesting me on motherfucking Instagram? Yo, um, yeah, shout out to everybody that follows me on Instagram, but, you know, I think people follow me just so they think I'm going to follow them back, and it's like, uh, no. (laughs) 
<laughs> all right, all right. Yes, sir. Time Lord, what's going on, big dog? I can't believe I'm a whole hour early. I I'm oh yeah, I'm just guess I'm getting a little older. Oh, I wanna give a quick disclaimer that on the wake up radio is uh currently charting on the Apple Podcast. It is now currently ranked three hundred and thirty-five on the Apple Podcast education chart in the United States of America. Currently it has five hundred and twenty-five thousand active shows and over eighteen point five million episodes. Congrats to everybody. Uh, mainly Cindy Ashby and around the boards uh, for charting on the Apple podcast. That's dope. That is dope. Uh, let's see. Wait, wait, wait. Ernie, 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 Ernie. Ernie, no, Ernie. I got to. So, Ernie, do I have to put you to the corner? Dogman X, what's going on, dog? What's going on? What's, going, what's happening? I ain't in the wing girl, so I'm saving only like I think I'm training and looking. Oh my gosh. I'm not even gonna I'm not I'm not even gonna respond to that, Ernie. Let me catch up on these comments real quick. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Pookie saying playing the game right now as we speak. <laughs> Yeah, Pookie, yo, this might got me, <laughs> this might got me feeling myself, pause, this might got me feeling real star right now, <laughs> respectfully, <laughs> ah, shit, okay, so yeah, let's talk about the the, uh, the Puffy, I, I actually seen the video of, of, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, um, Hey man, it, it is what it is. I think it's uh, to me. I think it's hilarious that people really think this woman died of a nat- of natural causes, and they're all like, "Oh my God, Diddy needs our support. Let's pray for Diddy." And oh my God, and he he's a single dad now. Yada yada. Y'all act like this nigga was under one roof with Kim, raising these. Well, anyway, was he under one roof? With, whatever the case may be, I. I, I <laughs> Mm. Yeah, so basically, you know, everyone's like, we need to support Diddy. He needs our help and yada, yada, yada. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, So I'm asking you guys, what, what, what is, uh, what's going on in Niggaville? Because I have not been keeping up in Niggaville. Ronnie Well. Ronnie, that's my man, Ronnie Wealth. My bad, my bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stranger Things is a very, very, a very intense show. I, I can't imagine 
12 and 13, 14 year old kids watching that show and them grasping exactly what's going on in that show. It's a very, very intense show. Nah, I haven't seen Wilder, uh, Time Lord. I mean, there's so many shows. I have a list and people send me, you know, suggestions. And I just don't have time to get to all of it like that. You know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna get to it. No, nah, I didn't know. Oh, you talking about Dante Wilder, Deontay, his uh his interview. Nah, I you know what? I can't pay that nigga no attention. I can't take him serious. That nigga really thinks he thinks he, he won the fight. That nigga really thinks he won the fight. I I I can't with Deontay Wilder. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Wait a minute, a chick just came out trying to expose Booty the other day. Expo- expose him for what? What what he do? Or what is it he not doing? My ear was trying to trying to watch it. Yeah, that that's not a show for kids, y'all. While there's the gate, I, I, I give you that. I believe you that. I believe on that. Yo, Curious World, have you seen Kidding with Jim Carrey? No, I have not. I've heard about it. I gotta put that on my list. Gotta put that. Yo, Curious World, I need to get you on a live stream one day, bro. I don't know what your schedule is on the weekends. But me and you, we need to get on a stream and just rap and rap a taste about a whole bunch of shit. Cause that's. Okay, I'm back. It, yeah, it was white supremacy. White supremacy is a, is a lie. White man had had my foot on had his foot on my on my back and my neck. I'm back. <laughs> Ariane, hey, what's happening? I'm back. My bad. My computer. My 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 laptop actually went to sleep. That's what happened. That's that's the story. I'm sticking to it. Okay, so Ms. B, you don't watch Stranger Things nor American Horror Story. Not that, not saying that you should, um, but you know, there's some things you might want to uh, just, you know, to practice your, uh, your, uh, I don't know, I don't know, the the craft of picking up certain signs and symbols and seeing what you can what you can find. I would, I would. The only reason I would say watch those shows just because of see for it's practice, you know. 
unless you're to the point where you feel you don't need to practice and you just see things, you know, that, that kind of catch your eye anyway. So she said he put a hit out on her, robbed her, worshiped the devil and participates in rituals. And she's seen it and she's talking all that shit. She's got to go. She's got to go. Yo, these people going to learn. Y- y'all going to, no, I don't say y'all, but people going to learn to stop trying to expose people in their business. This is nonsense. The Flash, I am not a celebrity, bro. Don't do that to me. I'm just like, you guys, we all, you know, breathe oxygen and, you know, we all have to do a number two. So, no, I'm not a celebrity. I don't even want that status. I'll take the money, though. But I don't understand. Black people, y'all better stop trying to expose any and every every goddamn body. That's for what? Why? Fuck that modest shit. Nah, 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 Ernie. No, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I get my moments where I be talking my shit. But for the most part, I did not get on this to become a celebrity. I did not get on this. So Leo can be like, oh, we, we got to get that guy. He's got something. He's got, he's got moxie. Nah. You know? But yeah, we 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 I don't know what what is what is up with our people like that. We're trying to expose somebody and shit like okay, it's fucking bootsy. It's this is not motherfucking um but come honestly, who gives a fuck about Bootsy? Really? So if it came out that Bootsy drank blood and you know was a vampire, niggas would not be giving a fuck. Okay, it's fucking little Bootsy. The nigga looks sick any damn way. It, it, you know, you know, and I'm 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 getting petty, I'm I'm about to get real messy. This nigga looks so sick. I can see the black circles under his eyes. This nigga is my daddy's complexion. And I can still see the black circles under this nigga's eyes. That nigga is sick. And I mean sick like physically ill, not well, okay? It's fucking little Bootsy. Nobody is going to miss this nigga at the end of the day. Okay, if this nigga was a vampire, werewolf, um, fucking cryptid, you know, related to a Loch Ness monster, niggas would not be giving a fuck. Okay, so, but I mean, there's levels to celebrity, but seriously, people trying to expose these people, nobody gives a fuck. Nobody gives a fuck. You know what's funny? I was watching the funeral of a. Uh, George Herbert Bush and the fact that it, they had Bob Dole because you know Bob Dole's a fucking invalid at this point he's crippled and he's all in a wheelchair and shit had his motherfucker stand up to salute um uh George Bush senior it was funny it was funny you know because if you if you know the history between those two you're going to understand why it was such a significant um gesture on his part to uh stand up at, at that man's coffin. Now, let's get into something real quick. So if we all believe in these movies that you can transfer people's consciousness, right? Even the movie Transcendence and the Netflix movie uh, about the sleeves and shit. So, and I said this before when, who died uh, a few months ago? Was it a Rockefeller? Which one Which one of the Rockefellers that died? The, the, the one of the the important one. Which one was it? Okay. 
And I had made a video. I said, you know what? I said, he's not dead. And what I meant by him not being dead, I meant by them transferring his consciousness. I'm sure this motherfucker still has his essence walking around in some, in some young body. And then people were like, oh, no, he's fucking dead. And yada, yada, yada. And you don't know the fuck you're talking about. All right. If you think. So if we believe they have the ability to do so and they've been doing it, then you must understand if we're going to go by that logic, then these people are not dead. These people have simply uploaded their consciousness into a fucking computer chip and put it in a body. Okay. It, it was David Ross, right? David Rockefeller. Okay. And I remember I caught a lot of heat for that shit. And people were like, no, nigga, you don't know what the fuck it is. He's dead, dead, dead. He's burning in hell. A lot took care of him. Look, I'm sorry. I don't believe these people would just allow themselves to just check out gracefully. I just don't. These are type of people. These people are so narcissistic and so, um, you, you know, immersed in having control over everybody and everything. You think they would just check out because the body said, you know what, I'm I'm tired. They're not, they're, listen, they're not going to let a weak heart stop them, okay? They're not going to let a fucking aneurysm, you know, put a hiccup in their plans. They're not going to let anything physical ailment-wise take them out like that. I just don't... Now, I'm not saying they're all running around hitting different bodies, but I, I'm just saying all the big dogs... For the most part, I, you know, it's a possibility that they uh, transfer their consciousness and then, and, you know, enter a, a younger body. And then, you know, 20, 30, 40 years, you'll see some new upcoming up, upstart, some, some new young, some new young Republican or some new young conservative, yada, yada, yada. And it comes out and they find out there's some young cousin, young seventh cousin removed from such and such, such and such, you know. So, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, they, they've had cures for everything. So I really don't see them just letting, you know, a minor, a simple heart attack or, you know, cancer, you know, and it's just, that's just me though. I could be wrong. Uh, switching out population with synthetic AI starting natural disaster. I, I, I can see that. And shout out to Ann. I feel, I feel bad for you if you are in Ann's. Uh, uh, crosshairs. And we'll go. And we'll bring it to you. And we'll be at your doorstep. Be like, oh, we need to talk. I'm here to expose you. <laughs> <laughs> and be like, can Dante come out and play? Because I need to talk to him. Uh shit, yeah, he had a bunch of heart transplants. Same thing with uh with Dick Cheney. Holy cow. Dick Cheney. I'm looking forward to that movie with uh Christian Bale. That's gonna be good. Dick Cheney was a motherfucker. Are you doing a winter solstice ritual? Mm, I'm not sure. I I guess at some point I will. Mm-hmm. So uh, right, the public needs to know what's really going on on our planet. Yeah, I mean, you know, Flash. Um, I I agree with you in theory, but I'm gonna say no. I don't think the public needs to know um, 
all the inner workings and inner secrets because listen man if you knew this whole shit was manipulated from jump street and your whole life was basically the truman show a lot of people probably kill themselves okay a lot of people would kill themselves or kill a lot of people around them okay so no i don't believe people the public needs to know i know that sounds bad given the shit that i'd be saying but you know there's had to be some semblance of uh order to a certain extent, but no, I mean, let the new people wouldn't handle. They wouldn't be able to handle this shit. They just wouldn't. It is what it is. That's just me, though. Did I get the constellation lamp? I uh, know I'm gonna get some lighting. I'm gonna get some better lighting. Trust me, because uh, I need my baby browns to pop. Right now, my my browns not popping. So I've been told I have nice eyes. So I need to get some better lighting so my eyes can pop. <laughs> Spoken like a male diva, right? Uh, Booty was rolling on the floor laughing because a man was violated at an LSU game by another man. He said, Bama won, but look what we did. Wow. Yeah, Booty, I don't, I don't, I don't get the the appeal. Why do people, okay, it's nigga shit. I, I answer my own question. Never mind. Never mind. I don't get it with Booty. I, I just don't. What? I don't know none of his raps. I couldn't name you one fucking song. All I know is from Booty is Webby. That's how I, you know. It, to me, no, no Webby, no Booty. Okay. That's just how I always viewed them together. I just can't. I, I, I don't know. I, you know. But yeah, stop trying to expose people. You know, when they really bring this shit to you. And then, you know, you're going to be hollering, help, I need help, you're trying to kill me. No, you asked for it. You asked for it, right? Mm. So I, I saw that um the video that, that, that Nature Boy had put up, another one. Like, what the fuck? Oh, okay. So the word is the old lady that died um, because... Nature Boy told the the woman not to take her medication, and she ended up dying. What the fuck? Does it, did anyone hear that? Any, anybody hear that? Boosie was the second biggest rapper to appear in high school, only behind Gucci Mane. Yo, Gucci Mane is a legend. Gucci Mane's a legend. Like even okay, we're we're not gonna get into the, him being replaced or roboted or anything. But I'm just saying Gucci Mane. Like I, I remember Gucci Mane when he was, when he was fucking dusty. Okay, Gucci Mane has come a long fucking way. I'm talking um, um, what 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 he called himself? East Atlanta Santa. Yo, that that Gucci, the wild one. That that version of Gucci Mane, legend, legend. Yo, I I put I put Gucci Mane's um career against anybody's career. Jay-Z, Nas, Young Jeezy, T.I., Scarface. I put Gucci Mane right up there with them. Right up there with him. That yeah, that's my favorite Gucci. The, the fucking the the the, the lean pilled out the drugged out version of Gucci Mane. God forbid me for, for, for uh, God forgive me for saying that shit. But 
the 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 drugged out version of Gucci Mane, my favorite. That nigga didn't give no fuck. You know, I'm talking the Gucci Mane that killed that nigga, <laughs> right? <laughs> that Gucci Mane is a legend. I put his career against anybody. I think he has had the best career of any southern rapper period name me your favorite southern rapper with longevity i put gucci Mane right there with him o'shea shout out to (laughs) the white man held my chest board back (laughs) shout out to o'shea thank you brother (laughs) thank you brother If you're not subscribed to my man O'Shea Duke Jackson, please go subscribe to his channel. Please. Please. <laughs> All right. Um, let me see the wild one. Trapper died, decapitated. Yo, Ludacris is his career is almost bulletproof. Right, listen, when Gucci Mane was out here really rapping and thugging. For real. There was nobody. There was nobody. Nobody in the South. Nobody. When he got the rolling and, and got the ball rolling downhill, when he when he gained mo- momentum, there was nobody. Who are we talking about? Seriously. 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 Okay. Ludacris is top ten. I, I ain't mad at you, but I'm just saying, out of all Southern rappers, Fucking Gucci Mane. Ghana Dan, what's, what's going on? Man, Gucci Mane. Yeah, Gucci Mane is um yeah, one of my one of my faves, period. Now this new Gucci Mane, I don't like. I don't like. I like the old fucked up version. You you, you y'all, come on, y'all know the artists make the best music when they're when they're spiritually in decline and under possession let's let's be honest i think this is a conversation people don't want to have your artists make the best music when they're not in their proper state of mind okay i'm not saying i'm not saying it's a good or bad thing i'm just saying when artists are not in control of themselves and someone else is at the wheel they make the best music period you had the whole country saying gucci before exactly exactly Now take take your favorite artist. Yeah, oh yeah, Keisha Kior is definitely his handler. When he was locked up, they they said, "Hey, look, this is how you ha- this is how you handle him." They gave her manuals and told her what books to read. They gave her a dossier on him, whatever, and she studied and she keep that nigga in line. But look at all your favorite artists that had drug issues or any type of emotional issues when they were you know before. And they were making stupid, excellent music. And then look at them after when they get cleaned and sober, right? And have a coming to Jesus moment. It's not the same. It's like day and night, you know? And then, which is bad because you want the best for that person. But you know, a sober artist makes whack music. So they make whack music without question. 
top five female MCs of all time. That's a that's a that's a deep. Okay, let's, let, let me let me let's get into that. So we have my top top five ever female MCs. I'm gonna go with MC Light. In no particular order, I'm gonna go with MC Light, and then I'm gonna go with Lil Kim, and then I'm gonna go with Foxy Brown, and then I'm gonna go with Lauren Hill, and then at number five, I'm gonna go with Nicki Minaj. And let me say this by the time Nicki Minaj is done rapping, this bitch is going to be the goat of female rappers. You mark my words. To me, right now, I, I I put I put Nikki right now as the goat. Y'all can't y'all can't tell me otherwise. Nope, nobody. <clears throat> the tribes in there are making more. Look, Tony, right about everything they say about Islam being ancient America. Oh, I mean the flash, you know everything. All everything uh, in in due time. Okay, Jerome, Remy Spitfire. Remy has no fucking catalog. I don't care if she can spit. The bitch has no catalog. Okay? Her last major hit was fucking Lean Back. Stop playing. And it was with Fat Joe. Name me a Remy Ma hit by her damn self. You cannot do it. Okay? Yes. Yeah, Nicki Minaj. You fucking right. Listen. Who nobody? She is like Foxy and Kim on steroids. Are you kidding me? When she's done, she's gonna be the female goat. I'm sorry. How you feel about Missy Elliott? Great um artist, great songwriter, but stop playing. Her her lyrics are trash. Stop stop the bullshit. Stop the bullshit. You take away Timberland. For Missy Elliott as an artist, she's not popping. Let's be honest. Timberland, his sound helped out a helped a lot of his team out a whole lot. Okay, so you really gotta give more credit to Timberland than anything. Um. I mean, remember, Missy got that huge publishing deal. It was damn near $100 million publishing deal a few years back. She's just like, I'm out. Fuck it, I'm out. Okay, Herschel, Lil' Kim better. Why are you bugging? Let me tell you why I'm bugging. Because Lil' Kim without Biggie is a nobody. Nikki don't need no Wayne, okay? Nikki don't need Wayne. Okay? Good plan. I seen her Kim Porter funeral. I didn't watch Kim Porter's funeral. So, and did you you watch the entire funeral? Because I didn't. I was just like, I'm not gonna watch this shit. So, what did you see? Yeah, for some odd reason, I just didn't want to watch the funeral. Queen Latifah over Nikki. Y'all better stop playing. Stop the fuck. Stop. 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 Lyrically, Nikki will wash Queen Latifah. Stop playing with me. 
Nikki will wash your favorite female MC for the most part. Only motherfucker I would not I would not say she would wash would be Lauren Hill. To me, Lauren Hill is the best female MC. Okay. I'm not saying I'm not saying she is um how can I say this? Lyrically, Lauren is the best. Lyrically. We're we talking overall complete package as an artist. It is Nikki. There's a difference. I like no light was in my I, I mentioned light lights in my in my top five. She wouldn't wash Rhapsody. The fact that nobody knows who the fuck Rhapsody is proves my point. Hell, I can mention uh the little girl product Snow. She's dope as fuck, but no one's heard of the little girl, okay? Or Snow the product. That's her name. Snow the product. The little girl's dope. But ain't nobody. See y'all, y'all, y'all. It's not even when they mention Jean Grey. Guess what? Jean Grey mainstream. Sorry. 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 Not sorry. I'm old school, but if we're talking lyrics. Wayne Latifah isn't better. Listen, I, we can agree to disagree, but listen. Outside of Lauren, Nikki will wash every goddamn female chick in the game. Every last one of them. Every last one of them. Every last one of them. Nikki almost forty, clean stage of nigga. I don't care, Amanda. I don't care. I think she's um doing much on her shows. I, I agree. I don't like it. But, you know, she's trying to hold on to whatever, you know, influence and sway she has left, you know. But come on, lyrically, nobody's seeing Nikki right now. Nobody. How y'all feel about rap, devil, MGK? I, I, I don't. I I thought his song was better than Eminem's. I don't pay no attention to neither one of those you know those guys, but you know it is what it is. But Shante Toth, yeah, we heard Sheether. Guess what? We went to sleep on Sheether. She couldn't even couldn't even come up with an original track. Fuck out of here! Now you gonna you gonna have you gonna have the star version of me come out? Don't do that. I ain't, I ain't forget Rhapsody for that ninety that tribe Grammy snow so I'm biased. Took her six years of right she <laughs> Okay, who who's better, Jay Z or Nas? For real, we're gonna go Nas. I I will say this, Jay's verse on um that Meek Mill song. That's that's probably his best verse he spit in the last seven, eight years. Like that nigga sounded rejuvenated. I was like, this, this nigga, this version of Jay right here, I will buy another album from this nigga. If this if this nigga kept the same energy for a whole nother album, I would buy it. I would buy it. He sounded dope on on, on Meek's um song. I was like, I'm fucking with this. I like I like what I'm hearing. Oh yeah, he should have retired a long time ago. I agree, Ann. I agree. I agree. Eminem on CB4. I mean, I I just I just I'm a Nas fan, 
you know, because when when I listen to a Nas song, I'm not listening for the beach. Okay, when you listen to a J record, sometimes you listen for the beach. You know, but I, I've been I've been a Nas fan forever in a day. Man, yo yo me yeah yeah and championships. That album is yes, hell yes. Jay Z is a better businessman. How you figure? Because uh, Nas is making a ton of money on on and as a capital uh, capital as a venture capitalist. So I don't know what, what you mean by better businessman. My bad. Let me get back to the comments. I'm still trying to find my damn notes. Like, what the fuck? This is ridiculous. There we go. All right. I found my notes. Oh, yeah. So we're going to be ready come 8 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. I found my notes. Hot damn. Yeah, this this chest. Listen, I, I, I usually I don't brag about shit. I don't usually toot my own horn. But this chest breakdown. Nigga, let me tell you something right now. If you from here on out, if you hear anybody talk about motherfucking chess and esoterics, you know that that shit came from me. I ain't heard nobody, nobody talk about chess. I'm about to bust this shit wide the fuck open. So if you hear nigga talking about your, uh, I'm I'm about to talk about chess. Like no nigga, Sly did it first. Nigga, you stole from Sly. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hove in 01 or, or Fitty in 03? That's a good question. Fitty in 03, man. Come on. Listen. You when Hove had his little resurgence, it was that was that was state property. You know what I'm saying? Like Jay keep niggas around him to keep him hot. 50 was a fucking machine. Okay? 50 was not going to be denied. He was a matter of fact, I was locked up. When Get Rich or Die Trying to came out, nigga, I remember listening to motherfucking um, what's the song? With uh, the song, what the fuck? What was the what was the first single off the album? Wangster. I remember hearing Wangster in prison, nigga. When I tell you, every motherfucker's radio was playing Fifty Cent in the damn in the damn dorm, black, white, S.A. Aryan. Crip, Blood, Paisa, Essay. Listen, let me tell you, the entire goddamn prison that I was in, it was fucking Get Rich or Die Trying. That was it. 
That nigga was a fucking machine. Okay? <laughs> that man, that, that was a monster, monster album. That was his thriller. Okay? So, um, yeah, you, you there's not many, um, there's not many artists coming out with that type of impact, you know, like that shit, man, that Nick, man, he was a rock star. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know he had the, the, the machine. I know. Yeah. 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 Dre and, but listen, I remember power of a dollar. I had that. I had that. I had that CD. I knew then this thing was going to pop. It was just a matter of time. Like if for those that, that, that heard power of a dollar, you knew this nigga was, he was next. He had next regardless. He could have went to any label he wanted to. He still would have popped. Wait a minute. Griselda Records out of Buffalo just signed distribution deal with Shady Records. They got in. Are you serious right now, Shafiq? Is that real? Was he bigger than Dipset? By his goddamn self. Yes, he was. Come on, man. Stop. Yeah, my, my niggas know about power over dollar. Takashi, what are you doing? Come here. What are you doing? Okay. What time are you going to? I thought I thought you go to bed at eight thirty. Yeah, my head. Oh, you got a headache. You take something for it. It's a road trip. Does some chaps got any little crusty lips? I thought you were in the middle of your podcast. I am. You want to take you in right now? No. All right. You want to take you in right now? Nine o'clock. Yeah. Oh wait, no wait. Hey, come here. Come here. Where you at? No, because I, I messed up. I, I'm an hour ahead. So you want me to take you in now? Alright. Okay, give me right back. I gotta take her in for bed. Hold on. Okay, my bad. Let me get these comments. I, I would definitely say 50 is a better business uh, man than Jay. I, I give you that. Thoughts on Big Pun? Big Pun, um, highly underrated. Crimin criminally underrated. He's better than Biggie in my, in, my, in my eyes. I put him over Biggie as a lyricist. Chris Brown or Usher? Chris Brown's a better talent. Usher's catalog is undeniable. Let me see what else. Let me see what else. Johnny Ogg, tired of seeing punk and white kid. Ah, come on, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, you'll never see another 50 again, ever. 50 was the last, you know, real nigga like that, you know, and that type of shit. 
Yeah, 50 had a huge, huge wave. Huge. Like, think about artists that had huge waves first coming out. You had guys like, let me take 50. Fucking DMX. Oh, my God. DMX is fucking wave when he. Man, listen. Rakim, Rakim. Oh, curious. You know, Rakim, I don't even. Listen, when I. When I when I mention my my favorite or my best, I don't even mention Rakim. Rakim is like on the on the Mount Rushmore. Like it's not even. There's just some MCs you don't even bother mentioning because it's not it's not fair to compare them to anybody else. Like Rakim is like Rakim is like the ether. You know, out of your five ethers, he's like air or some shit. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even waste my time. Like like Rakim is just like duh. You know that that goes without saying. You know, Patrice O'Neill or Aries Spears? Yo, you know what? All bullshit to the side with that whole Zoe Williams thing. Aries is a funny comedian. Okay, quit playing, y'all. Remember that fucking skit he did with DMX? He played DMX's mama. That shit was hilarious. But I gotta go. You gotta go with Patrice because he saw all this shit coming. All this whole gender war shit, he's seen it coming. He just talked too much about, you know, the upper, the, uh, the, 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 the upper, you know, the, the big dogs. There's some things you just got to be quiet on, you know? He, he talked too much, unfortunately. So. Jeezy was right. Jeezy in 05 was right there. I'm going to say no. Listen, I don't get, no, Jeezy's wave was nowhere in comparison to fucking 50 or DMX. Stop that shit. Stop that. I put Gucci Mane's wave over Jeezy's. Sorry. Sorry. Listen, Gucci Mane got the wave for killing a nigga that Jeezy sent to kill him. It wasn't even about the fucking music. How you get? How you getting? You getting airplay because you killed a nigga. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Big pun versus Big L. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm going Big L. I love Big L. I remember Big L. Okay, I remember that dude. I remember. You know, the rumors he was supposed to he was supposed to sign Rockefeller and all. Listen, he was Jay-Z before Jay-Z. Okay? If he had signed a rock, we're not we're not talking about Jay-Z. You know, if he signed if he had signed to the Rockefeller, oh my God. Yo, he was Jay before Jay. Jeezy wait, listen, I hear what y'all saying. Jeezy's way was nowhere comparison to 50 Cent. Stop playing with me. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. 50 was fucking international. Jeezy was fucking, you know, the U.S. at the most. But that's all Atlanta shit, man. Y'all better stop playing. 05, Jeezy was killing everybody. Right. Oh, until Gucci Mane killed the nigga. And then all of a sudden, it was Gucci Mane. 
He had the South sewed up. He had one region. 50 had the fucking world. Okay? He had the entire planet. You when you say when you say Jeezy, you say Atlanta. You say 50. What part of the what part of the world are we talking about? Come on, man, stop. Exactly. Jeezy was child waving. Go to Africa right now. They know 50. Exactly. Yeah, 50 wave, 50 crushed, 50 crushed everybody. 50 turned ass after 05. Jeezy stayed relevant longer. Seriously, because don't you watch Power? So uh, that right there just shows that 50's stayed. You talking music. 50 is beyond music. Jeezy can't do shit but music. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's doing other things, but. His transition into other things. N- listen, 50 has is the he took what LL and Will Smith did to the next level. Y'all don't hear me though. All that triple threat, y'all keep talking about uh actor, rapper, some some 50 took that shit to the next fucking level. Okay. Fifty has the perfect career. Oh wait, wait, wait! The legendary verses. Who remembers Capadonna the verse and went to war? Yes, curious. I know. I Capadonna. Hey, yo, Capadonna gets slept on, man. Cap gets Capad gets slept on so bad, so bad. I remember that first album and that single run, and uh, we used to play that shit back to back to back. Dre or Dilla. Come on, man! Don't don't do this. I'm in 2018 wearing baggy clothes. Stop that long ass verse, though. Yeah, Kevin, it was that verse was longer, but that's Capadonna, though. That's Cap. That's what he do. His first album was dope. The Pillage. That first album was dope. That first album was dope. We got six minutes. We got six minutes to showtime. Yeah, don't don't ever disrespect 50's career by saying anything with Jeezy. Y'all better stop that shit. Don't ever do that. Ever. Ever in your life. Do you think that he may sacrifice anybody? No. I, I do know that one of their producers died of cancer it was but i think but he was closer to uh to swiss beats on his side of the family yeah dre versus dillas it's a yeah but you okay if you're gonna talk about dre man i mean so many different people shit i don't i don't even know that's not fair that's not a fair comparison College Dropout is top three debut albums. Probably top five. I want to say top three. Because there's too many, too many debut albums that killed it in the 90s alone. In the 90s. Yo, I, yo, I, I fuck with Cannabis. I think he won the beef with uh, LL. Shit, I still listen to that. Uh, 
what was the fucking song he put out about LL? Like, I, I think he won the shit. To me. Yugimoto, hey, stranger, what's going on? Yugimoto's in the house. Yugimoto's a long time subscriber. Man, Jesus, tell you 50. Yo, nobody, yeah, nobody in the last 10, 15 years. Okay, okay. Now, the next wave after 50, y'all gonna hate me for this, but it is what it fucking Drake. Listen, I've said this before. I'm gonna say it again. When Drake is done rapping, he will be the GOAT. You can bank, you can take that to the bank. You can cash that check for real. Cash that check. Okay. When Drake is done, he will be the GOAT. I know y'all don't want to hear it. What are my thoughts on Camp Low? Camp Low is dope. Uchini. Uchini still gets played on, on my on my iPod. Camp Low, criminally underrated. Them niggas was dope. Them niggas was dope. Nah, had Wayne not, st- I don't know, had Wayne not stopped? Okay, two things with Wayne. Had Wayne not stopped for the last four or five years, and had he not signed Drake? Yeah, because at one point, after the, what Carter one or two, they were already calling Wayne the, the Wayne the goat. Wayne was Wayne, man. Listen, Wayne was he was that nigga. He was that nigga. He still is that nigga to me, you know. But um, yeah, Drake right now, give another ten years. When he's done, he's he's the goat. Yo, crew, I remember crew. They were just signed signed with Def Jam. They was dope. They were slept on. Slept on very badly. Yo, let me uh let me call into to this show and see if we can get this show cracking. Let me see if I can call in and get this show cracking, y'all. Hey, Rob, what's going on with you, bro? I'm good. How how are you? Cool, cool. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. We're going to... We are going to break down the meaning of chess. Chess. The game chess, we're going to break it down. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, I put in a lot of work with this one. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Yes, sir. All right. Okay. Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Morning Star Show featuring Super Slash 75. I am he, your gracious host. That would be Super Slash 75. I uh, wanted to uh oh, wow. Uh-oh, I'm a little bit rusty. It's been it's been a while. Give, give me a moment. Give me a moment. Okay, okay. Uh, first, I want to give a shout out to our, our producer extraordinaire, Cindy Ashby, also Rye on the uh, boards. Uh, you can visit us on www.onthewakeupradio.com. We are on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher for the replays. The call-in number is always 678-603-4393. I can be found on YouTube under SuperSlash75. Also, please donate any amount that you feel necessary. We'll go to the web uh, website for airtime. It's a labor of love, but we still live in a costly world. If you appreciate the free content, please help us to keep the message uncensored and free. You can donate through PayPal at onthewakeupradio at gmail.com. Also, if you would like an advertisement slot, please hit us up at onthewakeupradio at gmail.com. So today, tonight, I'm going to go into the esoteric meaning of chess but before i do that i must address some comments on my uh youtube live stream black stilo said a tribe called quest over wu-tang clan nigga you tripping wu-tang clan is the greatest group of all time and secondly iron five yes broken english awesome dope ass song smooth the trigger and or smooth the hustle and trigger the gamble yes underrated underrated song and then uh oc times up versus uh keith murray's most beautifulest thing in the world came out at the same time and i couldn't pick which one okay so now let's get into the esoterics of chess shall we <clears throat> all right here we go chess is an ancient game of skill and strategy played within the confines of strictly defined rules of play within which the participants have the freedom to exercise individual decisions, a.k.a. free will. Each decision has a consequence which affects the response of the opponent and future moves of the decision maker, thereby influencing the outcome of the game. The internal aspects are the struggles between our dual natures and include those spiritual conflicts, 
by which we maintain our self-identity, rationalize our behavior, and live our lives. The external struggles include the mundane stresses associated with living in the material world, preserving our physical well-being and survival. Ultimately, the game represents man's exercise of free will while operating within the confines of natural law. This parallel between the game of chess and our material lives is a paramount factor in grasping the esoteric properties which find active expression not only in the game of chess, but also in Freemasonry. Manly P. Hall said concerning the game of chess, in its symbolism, chess is the most significant of all games. It has been called the royal game, the past time of kings. Like tarot cards, the chessmen represent the elements of life and philosophy. Okay, so in chess... <clears throat> The playing field is defined by the chessboard upon which the chess pieces operate. The physical constraints of the board, combined with the limitations of movement, prescribed for each chess piece on that board, and together with the rules and conventions of the game, constitute the totality of the tools used equally in common by each participant. The tools unique to each participant are the mental and spiritual processes brought to bear during play. And the challenge of the game increases in direct proportion to the match and the degree of skill of the participants. Okay, let's see. We will deal primarily with the physical characteristics of the chessboard, the function of the chess pieces, and the esoteric symbolism which these games ele uh, game elements exhibit. We will also address the intangible spiritual elements in the context of the physical. Okay, so now, the historical elements of chess is believed to originate in Persia. Legend holds that the game was developed for King Vishtapa by the prophet Zarathurta, which who, who requested as reward that he receive payment in grain. The conditions of this reward were that the amount of grain received would be equal to that which accumulated by placing one grain on the first square of the chessboard, three on the second, six on the third, ten on the fourth, up to the 64th and final square. Mathematicians will recognize this is a geometric progression, resulting in a greater quantity of grain than could be gathered in the entire Persian Empire. According to further legend, the original rules of the game of chess were so ancient as to have been lost. A wise man in the Persian court by the name of I just fucked that name up rediscovered the complete set of rules for the game of chess, including the placement and movement of each chess piece on the board through study and analysis. Okay, so let's, a little mathematical equation for you guys. So to calculate the ar arithmetical progression upon the chessboard is considered 32 pairs of numbers adding up to 65. 1 plus 64 equals 65. 2 plus 63 equals 65. 3 plus 62 equals 65. So... 32 times 65 gives us 2,080. Oh, we have a caller on the line. Caller, what's going on? Yes. Hello? I, I, I'm sorry? Hello, Sliders. What's up? Hey, hey, how, how are you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Could you... 
Uh, I'm sorry, you can't. Oh. No, I mean, no. What's uh, what's on your mind tonight? Oh, okay. Um, all right. Let me let me do this. Um. Oh, that's what's up. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Okay. Um. Okay. Well, let me let me do this. Let me uh let me get Rod real quick and uh. Hey Rod, could you do me a favor and and, and uh, hit the magic button for me, please, sir? Appreciate it. Okay. Um. Thank you for the call. I think. Um. Okay. Yeah. Getting back to uh, where was I? Okay. Yes. So thirty-two by sixty-five equals two thousand eighty, and in the allegorical sense, the secret number of the chessboard is not 64, but 65, because all other numbers are related to it. Now, the word checkmate used to signify the game's end by successfully trapping the king is believed to stem from the Persian word shah, which means king, and the Arabic word met, which means he is dead. <clears throat> other accounts of the origin of the game hold that it began in India. Let me see and uh, India, as as early as the time of the great Indian uh, grammarian Panini, circa 500 BC, where it was a game known as Chaturanga, Sanskrit meaning four members, which required four participants and possibly included the use of dice. It is interesting to note that by using dice, the element of the fate was introduced as a factor in the game. In the Indian version of the game, the 64 squares corresponded to the so-called Vastu Mandala, a diagram associated with the layout of sacred temples. The Hindu king, Balit, is attributed with writing a book about the game of chess in which the game is portrayed as an allegory of the zodiac. Oh, let's see. The representation of the chessboard in this fashion brings to mind similarities of the Vastu Mandala and the Kabbalistic cube of the space. The cyclic symbolism of the chessboard resides in the fact that it expresses the unfolding space according to the quaternion and octanarian of the principal directions, 4 by 4 by 4 equals 8 by 8, and that it synthesizes in crystalline form the two great complementary cycles of the sun and moon, the duodenary of the zodiac, and the 28 lunar mansions. Furthermore, the number 64 and the sum of the squares on the chessboard is a sub-multiple of the fundamental cyclic number uh, 25,920, which measures the precision of the equinoxes. Okay, so we're going to break down the chessboard. <clears throat> the traditional chessboard is an 8 by 8 mosaic of 64 squares arranged in alternating dark and light shades. These squares are arranged in rank and files. Uh, ranks are the rows or lines of 8 squares running from left to right across the board, whereas files are the rows or lines of 8 squares running from top to bottom along the board. Ranks are commonly numbered from 1 to 8, and the files are lettered from A to H. The board is commonly viewed to be divided into four zones. The first zone is the, the division of the board into the white versus black half, into the groups of four ranks, 
Traditionally, white's half of the board consists of all the squares from ranks one to four. Black's half uh, includes all the squares from ranks five to eight. Uh, a similar but vertical division creates a second zone delineating the king side versus the queen side of the board. The queen side includes all squares from files A through D, whereas the king side includes all squares from files E to F. The third zone is actually a combination of the center and the expanded center of the board. The center includes the foremost center squares on the chessboard, whereas the expanded center includes the 16 squares in the board center. The fourth and final zone consists of the flanks. There are six flanking squares in total, three squares on the queen side and three squares on the king side. Okay. Now, while the game is now traditionally played by two participants, there have been four-handed versions such as the Rosicrucians or the Enochian chess. Once again, four-handed versions of the Rosicrucians or the Enochian chess, which appear to be the adaptation of the earlier Chaturanga in 1922, George Slater, a member of the Sodalitas oh, Rose, and the Crucius and Solus and Altair, or the Rosicrucian order of the A&O, prepared a detailed description of the game of Enochian chess and a ritual associated with the game, which has been transcribed and is available via the internet. I couldn't find it, to be honest with you guys. I'm sure it's out there somewhere, but I couldn't find it. Uh, in this transcript, a table is provided which gives uh, correspondence between the chess pieces, the cards of the tarot, and the elements. Okay. And there are correlations between the 64 squares of the chessboard and the 64 hexagrams of the Oriental divinatory system known as the I Ching. The eight major trigrams of the I Ching coincide with the eight ranks and eight files of the chessboard, and the six lines in the hexagram may be correlated with the six types of the chess pieces. There are also similarities between certain of the chess pieces and the cards in a tarot deck, as in frequently the case that uh, when exploring the true esoteric symbolism, there are always a great deal of similarity which can be found between different seemingly unrelated items. Okay, the Masonic illusion most commonly associated with chess is that the mosaic pavement and the allegorical representation of the dark and light squares as symbols of opposites. Somewhere less recognized are the allusions of the chessboard to astrological concepts and the similar allusions to the astrological layout of the lodge. Uh, okay, okay. So I found a diagram, but it's kind of hard for me to explain the diagram if you guys can't see it. So actually one squared equals one, two squared equals four, three squared equals nine, four squared equals 16. And then you subtract the square of the each integer Four minus three or four minus one equals three, nine minus four equals five, sixteen minus nine equals seven. Now, although the logic indicates a continuance of the sequence could be obtained by squaring the integer five and thereby deriving a difference of squares, 25 minus 16 equals nine. It is important to note that the numbers three, five, and seven are all prime numbers, indivisible by any number other than one or themselves, whereas nine is not a prime number. As will be shown, others, uh, the three, five, seven sequence is accommodated by the chessboard and the squaring of the integers may be represented graphically um, as shown in the difference. And there's a crazy, some crazy layouts. Like I said, it's kind of hard for me to explain this without, you know, you got to have to see it, but I'll do my best. Okay. 
The chessboard may be discovered to have a common center, which can be located at the point of the intersection of diagonals constructed from the four corners of the board. Now, this is true of the Masonic pavement in a manner identical to that used in the layout of the Masonic pavement. The chessboard is constructed from its center outwards in four concentric ring rings with each quadrant of the board encompassing four groups of nested squares. One of the key features of the board layout when envisioned as nested squares derived from the three, five, and seven sequence is that when all four quadrants are considered, there is a central common group of four contiguous squares. The only two chess pieces which are capable of simultaneously controlling all four of this group are the king and queen. Four is a cubic number. And in this regard, the four squares, which in a Masonic mosaic pavement would be occupied by the altar, represent the Holy of Holies in Solomon's temple. The traditional symbolism of the chess piece, the king and the queen, are that the king represents the sun, the queen represents the moon. This symbolism identifies the four squares as the center of the universe from the astrological standpoint and places two of the three lesser lights of Freemasonry on the altar. <clears throat> there is an additional feature of the nested squares which requires a three-dimensional perspective and each in which each of the nested squares in the in the board is considered to be a three-dimensional cube. Uh, let's see. This is a plausible consideration since the number 12, which describes the cube and the sequence three, five, and seven are related. Albert Pike concerning this cube also wrote that we have visible three faces and nine external lines drawn between seven points. The complete cube has three more faces making six, three more lines making 12, and one more point making eight, as the number 12 includes the sacred numbers three, five, seven, and three times three or nine is also produced by adding the sacred number three to nine. While its own two figures, one and two, the unit or monad and duad added together make the perfect same sacred number three. It was called the perfect number and the cube became the symbol of perfection. Thus, if we consider each nested square to have a height equal to its length and the width them stacking the nested cubes results in a four-stepped ziggurat, this ziggurat has been interpreted as representing the world mountain, which the ancients believed was the central axis of the revolving cosmos. Now, there are a significant number of other esoteric characteristics incorporated into the chessboard. The natural symmetric division of the chessboard into four quadrants taken in the context of astrological symbolism represent the four opposing seasonal cycles. Extension of this symbolism into the art and science of alchemy would find a correlation between the chessboard layout and the square of opposition in the elements proposed by Aristotle. Other characteristics, other characteristics of the chessboard also fall in line with our current discussion of astrological associations, namely that the perimeter of the board consists of 28 squares, which correlates with an approximate of the number of days on the monthly lunar cycle. And then it shows one lunar cycle when you go around the chessboard inside the numbers. So the 28 squares forming the circumference of the chessboard correspond to an approximate of the number of days in one lunar cycle. Now we're going to get into the breakdown of the chess pieces itself. Okay. 
the chess pieces and the major chess pieces represent the three traditional energy forces analogous to the three forces represented by the Christian cross, active, passive, and modulating, and which form the theological basis of the Christian trinity. The game is played with a total of 32 pieces. 16 pieces are black and 16 pieces are white. In each set of 16, there is one king, one queen, two bishops, two knights, two rooks, and eight pawns. The symbolism of the chess pieces is largely found by examination of their function and range of freedom, which with they may move on the board. Manly P. Hall aptly describes the role of the chess pieces as representative of the spiritual con constitution of man. Hall observes in this regard that of the philosophical constitution of man, the king represents the spirit, the queens, the mind, the bishops, the emotions, the knights, thy vitality, the castles or rooks, the physical body, the pieces upon the king's side are positive those upon the queen's side negative. The pawns are the sensory impulses and perceptive faculties, the eight parts of the soul. The white king and his suite symbolize the self and its vehicles, the black king and his retouine, and the not-self, the false ego and its legion. The game of chess thus sets forth the internal struggle of each part of man's compound nature against the shadow of itself. The nature of each of the chessmen is revealed by the way in which it moves. Geometry is the key to their interpretation. For example, the castle, the body, moves on the square. The bishop, which is the emotions, moves on the slant. The king, being the spirit, cannot be captured but loses the battle when so surrounded that it cannot escape. Okay, <clears throat> the pieces may be found to have an analogy to planetary bodies, the elements, cardinal direction, and many other forms. And the view of the chessboard as an astrological platform, one of the most interest, interesting symbolism of the chess pieces concerns their planetary associations. Now, these planetary associations are consistent with the layout of the lodge and that the original blazing star, which was central to the lodge pavement, was a large hexagram and not the pentagram. The hexagram in itself is a common symbol of the planetary order. Okay. In the astrological scheme, as already noted, the king represents the sun and the queen represents the moon. The king may move only one square at a time in any direction, including diagonally. The king captures other pieces by displacement, assuming the square upon which an opposing piece occupies. The queen moves freely, vertically, horizontally, or diagonally, or may do so for any desired distance. The queen captures by displacement. Bishop moves diagonally along the squares of similar color. Black bishops move along black diagonal connected squares. White bishops on the white diagonals. The bishop's pattern of movement is decidedly triangular and is taken to represent the spiritual world. Astrologically, the piece represents the feminine character and the planet Jupiter. The rook or the castle moves on the square, that is to say either vertically or horizontally, 
It is taken to represent the masculine character and therefore Saturn. And the knight is the only piece which can leap over other pieces. It can move two squares up or one square over or one square up and two over. In this regard, the knight's movements resemble the Masonic square and it represents the planet Mars. Pawns move straight forward one square at a time, except that on the first move, they may be advanced two squares. Pawns are unique in that while they may normally move forward, they may move forward diagonally when capturing an opposing piece. Pawns which move forward to the final rank may be exchanged for another piece greater value. In this regard, they are metaphors for spiritual advancement and reward. A Martinist would consider the pawn a symbol of reintegration, both potential and realized. Pawns are considered to represent Venus and Mercury. And the chess pieces are also attributed to symbolically represent the four cardinal directions and the four classical elements, fire, air, water, and earth. Chess has gained a reputation for being the game of choice for individuals in possession of a high intellect. It is interesting to note to note that, however, that medical studies performed to evaluate the cognitive function of individuals with a high aptitude for the game of chess concluded that intelligence is not a factor in success at the game. The existence of so-called idiot savants who are chess prodigies seem to indicate that other factors are responsible for chess excellence. Um, let me see. Others speculate that the that the high esoteric content of the game may have something to do with the unexplained capabilities of persons who are naturally talented chess players. Perhaps in these persons, the universal consciousness speaks and speaks loudly. Each participant engaged in the game is assigned either light or dark pieces based upon a blind system of a draw. It is not likely that the, either participant truly represents evil, regardless of the shade of the chess piece he or she is given to play. Much like esoteric symbolism of the game, board, and pieces, the struggle in chess represents that good and evil are relative to the viewpoint of the individual. Okay. There is a great truth in the cosmos that namely that in life is a struggle against threats both real and perceived, as in battle wage. For the purpose of self-knowledge, the exercise of free will in the, constant, in the context of the chess game in which our choices are constrained only by the game rules, which is natural law, certain, certainly parallels the exercise of free will in our lives. Therefore, chess with its light and dark squares <clears throat> is a struggle of man with his inner self. Uh, we have a call in the line. Caller, what's going on? How's it going tonight? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What you got for us today? Oh, man. I was, I was into what you were saying. I was like, man, you didn't even really want to interrupt me because just like you were saying, it, it, it shows you how to move fractals and space time. You know, um, geniuses, I have cousins that end up being pilots, and they were just, they, they could, you know, uh, wrap their heads around and see all the different fractal moves to try to move forward. And then the one thing you said is, uh, you ever heard the song Ding Dong, The Witch is Dead, and you, you said something into a reference like that. And that's what it made me think of. But getting into rap music, I'm going to tell you, I listen to Camp Lowe, This Is It Every Day, or Lucini, 
And it's probably one of the best produced songs of all time, a rap song. I mean, that string section, where, where is that string section from? You know the song that they kept, they, they, they sampled that from? Uh, you know, I had to look into that because now you done piqued my interest about that. Because that, I've never heard anybody else use it either. Now, another thing about rap groups, now, I'll say the Furious Five at their peak might have might have really far might have given Wu Tang Far's live performance some, some some competition. Okay. Because their voices mesh so well, you know, uh, especially Cowboy. Like that song Nasty. You ever hear their song Nasty? Yeah. Yeah, I'm nasty. That song they they just they they do it so. But I saw them sing it live, and their voices just blend so well together. And I think the brother Cowboy. Is okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm constantly yeah. just in a, in a state of flux because there's always something to do. I gotta get this and this. And this. Yeah, they they fucking with me. They fucking with all of us pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. I appreciate it as always, big dog. For sure. Okay. Good stuff. Keep up with that chest stuff. I want to hear finish it. That, that, you know what? Honestly, that, that was pretty much it. That was that was all the info that I had for. <laughs> like, yeah. I, Yes, sir. You too. Yeah, that's my that's my my spiritual big bro, Time Lord. So yeah, that was honestly that was that was it for the chess breakdown. I thought it was gonna be longer, honestly, because I was doing my notes. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a good two hours, and I I, I barely got in half an hour out of it. That's funny, funny. So now what I'm gonna do is probably take a quick. Five minute break, gather my thoughts, and we'll come back with some more uh, topics at hand to discuss. All right, give me a couple minutes, guys. I'll be back. All right, yeah. See, I really, I'm sitting there writing this shit out. I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be epic. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Shot my load early. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't do it, man. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, let me run through my notes and see. Okay. Now look, we'll, we'll, uh, now we can do the one. Brother, you know I don't. No, I'm just <laughs> You know how I do. We gonna we gonna wing it. Okay. I know, right? That yeah, hip hop brings out just some inside of people. I just be like, wow, okay, this went way left. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness yeah yeah mm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
And we're back. We're back on the Morning Star Show featuring Super Slash 75. I am your gracious and humble host, Super Slash 75. I want to give a shout out to Cindy Ashby, our producer extraordinaire, and Ron the Boards. You can always visit us on www.onthewakeupradio.com. We are also on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher for replays. The call-in number is always 678-603-4393. I can also be found on YouTube under Superslot75. Also, you can always please donate any amount of monies you see fit. We'll go to website and airtime. It's a labor of love, but we still live in a costly world. If you appreciate the free content, please help us keep the message and uncensored and free. You can always donate through PayPal at onthewakeupradio at gmail.com. Also, if you would like an advertisement slot, please hit us up at onthewakeupradio at gmail.com. So I gave down the the breakdown of chess. I honestly thought it was going to be a little bit longer than usual, but... I guess not. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna freestyle this one, and um, we're gonna take some comments and some questions from the audience. And if you have any, oh, we have a caller on the line. Caller, what's happening tonight, bro? I'm good. And you? Man, not bad, not bad. So, what's on your mind tonight? Right. Okay. Um, that's a good point. So basically, you know, because it's been a longstanding um, rumor or, you know, belief that, you know, um, people that are either pretty good at chess, you know, it, it denotes high intellect. And that's not always the case. Uh, a lot of it with, with chess, it's, you know, it's mathematical as well, too. So, I mean, you can be, you know, basically a rocket scientist and just be dumb as shit at other things in life. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, high intellect. And then the intellect, what is intellect? Because that, that means so many different things across the board. Because you can be one, good at one thing and, and not so good at another. But if you think in high intellect, you you think you'd be good at everything at all at once or all inclusive. So, um, and then a lot of it, you know, it's if you understand the pieces and how it moves. Um, if you're in tune with the pieces itself, you know, not necessarily. If you're a spiritual person, doesn't mean you're necessarily intellectual to a certain extent and vice versa. So, right, right. I mean, cause I know some yeah. pretty good chess players and they're okay, just, cool. yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's like, you got the family member that's, that's smart, but that's dumb, smart. They're smart at something, but then it's a dumb at life or dumb at common using common sense. Same thing applies. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Cool, man. Oh yeah. What do you get your next? Yeah, honestly, bro. Um, I shot my load kind of early. <laughs> so, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to wing it. I'm going to wing it. You know, <laughs> is there anything you, in anything you, no, it's cool. No, is there anything that you, uh, you want me to get into, uh, for the rest of the show or any, any thoughts or questions or anything? Well, shit. Uh, what, um, have you been keeping up with, uh, with, uh, 
was like the entertainment industry still and shit? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> what's going on? I see, dude, I, I can put this all off, man. Like, what's going Is there anything going on? Like, is there any, do you have any, like, revelations or kind of breakthroughs about anything that you're kind of trying to figure out? What the fuck's going on? Um, to, I mean, basically every year, you know, this is this is pretty much sacrifice season. It's what we call Jason. It's, it starts in July and in November, and then you have your sacrifices in December to you know kind of uh, symbolize the resurrection of Jesus or Horus, wherever you know you decide to go with. Just a lot of just nonsense. There was anything things they do every year. That's you know we know. But the only thing is. The only question we have at the end of the year is, okay, who's next? Because you, it used to, you can almost tell maybe 20 years ago who, who would be on the way out. But now it's like, you don't know who's going to, whose contract they're going to, they're going to, they're going to call up. Cause it just, they're just not playing by the, the usual rules as, as they used to, you know, I and mean, we can do the dramatry on people's birth dates around this time of the year. But like I said, I, I've seen some people go out and I didn't see it coming at all. I was shocked, you know? Um, like I didn't see uh, the guy, the guitarist who who died. Uh, Keith was it Keith um, from the, the Rolling Stones? I didn't see that coming. You know, um, there's a couple other guys yeah. I didn't I didn't see coming. So, what do you think about uh, what do you think about these young these young kids and uh, these young kids that they've got going like that? It feels weird, man. It feels like uh, it feels like they're like making these kids like play roles in the in the rap game now. Like these, like you know, like just this kind of this new generation of of like I'm not like just call them, like mumble rappers or whatever, but like just these kids that kind of they all have like kind of like that like you know they're fucked up on drugs kind of vibe and like you know it's just like we it's like crazy how like they just kind of they just pop up one day and then. Then it seems like a few days later, not like maybe not a few days, but like real soon after that, then suddenly they they're covered in tattoos, and it's like where the fuck did all that come? But to me, it just it feels super artificial. Like it doesn't feel like it doesn't to me it doesn't feel like they're people are being like recruited based on maybe they never were, but like people being like recruited like based on like talent and shit. Like it's it's almost like they. It, it feels like a mind control thing, like where they maybe like put people through some kind of test to see whether they're good candidates to play certain roles and do certain shit. Like they're willing to to kind of give their life to you know the game on like kind of a a different level than whenever I was growing up. You know, like I mean, I don't know, man. If that makes sense, what I'm saying. No, it makes total sense. Nowadays, um, these kids are being groomed and programmed for certain. Uh, messages for them to put out like it's not organic you know back then you know it would take an, a young artist five six seven eight years uh, you know of preparation to to be in the spotlight nowadays these kids you know it's it's fucking if they do a, a million views yeah. on youtube they yeah Man, listening to listening to Master P shit, man. Like I just 
You uh, like Master P? Album. Oh no, brother! You said Master P. No, brother, I don't support no Master P. That, yo, I don't understand the appeal of Master. I would never understand the appeal of of No Limit, and I I think they were the, the most trashest movement ever. But that's just my opinion. No, I mean, I yeah, I mean, looking back at I knew a few guys back then that actually, you know, had a trunk full of their music and was really, you know, selling units like that. I mean, I knew a lot of guys doing it, but then eventually they graduated and understood business and they got this stuff into the stores and they understood consignment and, uh, you know, started looking at uh, tracking the numbers and, and sound scanning billboard. So I've seen it. I've seen them start off and then I seen them progress into actually how the business operates nowadays it's you know everything's streaming and internet so everything's just all the rules have just been thrown out the window but i've seen the old school guys do it that way but they eventually evolve you know right well i mean you just because at some point then it's like okay well now i'm here so i gotta i gotta do it the way the system is set up mm-hmm. i mean like once you get established then it's like you then you kind of got to play by their, their rules, I guess, if you want to stick around. Well, it is another. You think about uh, Chameleon. Um, you know, it's funny that all of a sudden he's all over the internet now, given because um, I know he's a pretty successful, you know, venture capitalist. But now all of a sudden he's giving business advice and all this. Now I'm just like the timing of it. Just I always question the timing of everybody. This guy's been away from the game what ten years now? Seven, I'll say seven, eight years. Last major hit, you know, was a good while ago. And um, I, I I always question the timing of everything because once you start going viral, that's not by accident for the most part. I mean, well, you can you can catch some steam, but once you go, but you know, it's all algorithms and what they just des- decide to go ahead and push to the masses. And when you're viral like that, I always question that shit, yeah. man. So yeah. kind of felt like, you know, a little while back, it felt like he, it felt like they were trying to push him to do some shit that he didn't feel like he wanted to do, and he kind of backed out. And then that's why he never really blew up, like, with the music. Like, he kind of, he kind of stayed in the middle for a really long time. And so that always made me kind of wonder whether he was really, you know, whether he kind of found a way that he needed, where he didn't have to cross certain lines. Yeah, for whatever. I don't know. For some reason, I just always kind of got the feeling that I couldn't really tell which side he was on. I couldn't tell if he had fully committed or if he was kind of trying to fight the system while kind of still staying in it. But I don't know, man. I mean, that's that's a good point. I hadn't had thought about that. You know, about all that 
didn't he invest like in a bunch of Silicon Valley? You sure he did. Yeah. yeah. And you know, stuff like that, you that information is not privy to everybody. That's somebody that was like, hey, you know, it was a backdoor conversation. Like I said, the average investor does not get that type of information or on the ground up, you know, things of that nature. Um, especially Silicon Valley because it's so volatile, but it's so lucrative at the same time. So, you know, you, I always question those who are successful in it versus those who are not successful in it. Because I know some pretty smart people that got burned in Silicon Valley investments and they're bright people. Then I look at some dummies that are multimillionaires. I'm like, something's not adding up, you know? Right, right. So do you think that, I don't know, man, I mean, do you think it's possible that they... I mean, it's the same thing with Martha Stewart. I mean, she knew her company was going to tank and she sold, she got out early, you know, and then SEC, SEC popped her, you know, a lot of that stuff is, is insider trading. You know, there's a lot of it that goes on because you have a lot of people that's, um, you know, highly invested and people that certain people that you can't afford to get burned or let them lose their, you know, their, their shirts and in, in, in these investments, like the whole thing, Bernie Madoff, like Bernie Madoff, basically um, the wrong person got broke. You know what I'm saying? And had it not been someone important, we wouldn't be tripping off Bernie, Bernie Madoff. Bernie Madoff with the, uh, the Ponzi scheme guy that, Oh my God, out of New York. Um, he had a, a hedge fund and, was investing all these money for people and then basically spend, was spending the money and the company crashed. The feds came in and people, a lot of people were ended up losing their life savings literally overnight. And we're talking about millionaires in, in New York, you know, and what ended up happening was the wrong person got burned by him. And that's what brought him down. Basically it wasn't the fact that he robbed so many people. He robbed the wrong person. Oh yeah, he's uh he's in prison in North Carolina right now. He's in um they moved him to a, a minimum security prison and he's been having a uh his health is not well now from what I last uh checked on the situation. But um yeah, he's he's done. He's he got life. He's got he's not going he's, I mean, he'll die in prison basically, you know. Oh, yeah. Not necessarily. Um, if you understand commerce and and public and private, um, you will understand that it's basically, you know, set up to. OK, so you say you commit a crime. OK, the crime that you commit is worth so much money. OK, so what happens is they throw you in jail you get the money off your Social Security for the time that you're locked up. So when you're locked up, you're generating this money for these people. They're still trading. And then once your time is up, you've paid off. You paid that debt for that the, 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 the crime, the amount of the crime that it was worth. You understand what I'm saying? And then you you do your time served and you get out. And then they, you know, fuck with you even more by the, with the whole probation uh, parole thing. But basically, you know, all your crimes have dollar value amounts, right? 
So the worse your crime, the higher the dollar, the value amount. So you being a U.S. citizen, um, you fall under that category. So then you owe them that dollar amount. So they put you in prison to offset the debt. So you sit in prison while the money generated off your Social Security, off your stocks and stuff and all that off your name uh, is, is paid out. And however long it takes for it to be paid out is that. Yeah, basically a debtor's prison. Basically, when you commit a crime, you unless you had the money up front to pay it off, you paid off through your 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 uh, your sentence, and they make the money off you while you're sitting in prison. It's not about how much they spend to, to house you because you're making you know tens of thousands of dollars a day based on just you sitting in prison. You know what I'm saying? So until that debt is paid off, then that's when your time is served. That's when they let you out. Well, yeah, then, um, you know, the free labor that they get when they send some jails have contracts with people in this, or, you know, companies in, in the uh, in that state or county. And they'll let the prisoners go out and have, make them do work in, in the uh, in the, the different regions, whatever the case may be. So, yeah, you can rent you could rent out. You can go to, you can go to your jail and say, I need labor and they'll rent out the prisoners to you for so many dollars an hour for whatever projects you have you need to get done. Yeah, and then you've got like the the commissaries and stuff, like for, even for the you know like the phone. I mean, the, you know, just the shit people want to buy, the you know the junk food and whatever. Like that, those are usually like invested in by the sheriff, and shit like that. Like they have, they're usually like involved with that somehow. Yeah, everybody gets a cut. Everybody gets a cut. Well, that's that's majority of how your drugs get in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's how your stuff gets in. I'm, yeah. The the movies where it has the, 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 the prisoners stuff and shit in his asshole and shitting it out. You, you know, how many you know how many people you have to have do that to bring in the amount of drugs that's in jails and prison. It's come. It comes from the guards, cell phones, things of that nature. That's all from the guards. You know, you can't the prisoners don't have an, you can't bring that much amount of dope to uh you know, to feed the prisoners' appetite if, if yeah, everyone, if yeah, if everyone keisters it in their asshole. It's not, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah. What about, what do you think they, you hear using drones and shit? Is that shit in? Is that now? Or they got like a 
Um, I haven't heard anything about it. I, I, I know it's still old school. I know it's still hand to hand. The guards bring it in and pretty much and do it that way. Well, yeah, that that's when you ask. Yeah, that's when you ask if you're in Article One or Article Three court. And normally, they they'll never tell you which which uh which jurisdiction you're under. I mean, they're supposed to, but you know, these people don't even follow their own rules half the time. You know. No, I mean, because once you start letting them know, you start putting them on notice, then it's, they'll, they'll put the clamps on you. But that's all to show. It's it's for them to see how um, serious you are about that. If you can withstand the, the, the pressure and the threats and whatever bullshit they, they bring to you, 
and you survive it, then yeah. I mean, because it's a lifestyle at the end of the day. I mean, you can file your paperwork, your UCC ones and threes and you know, all that good stuff. But at the end of the day, it's it's a it's a lifestyle because you always constantly have to study the law books and the law. I mean, the civics because it's always they're always changing, adding addendums and shit like that to it, you know? I believe so, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. He was just spreading so much fucking truth. 
Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, man. So it's... <laughs> yeah, right on. Dude, I don't, I don't want to hold you up. If you want to, you want to keep bullshitting, or if you found, uh, if you found something you want to get onto, you can just let me know either way. Uh, you know, I was just gonna, just gonna fuck around, get really figured out something you want to do, or you know, whatever. <laughs> Nah, I'm a, I know I, I I got I know exactly what I'm gonna talk about, but I, plus I got another call in the line, so. Okay, man. Cool, dude. Absolutely, man. Well, enjoy the rest of your show, man. Hey, well, I, for a I appreciate it. I thank you for calling in, bro. All right, man. Have a good one. You too. All right. I thank you for the caller. I always enjoy the call, the back and forth banter. So, um, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go off on a tangent. My my man said no limit, and this all to you old, old ass no limit fans, because y'all motherfuckers in y'all forties right now. I don't understand the. I never. I don't want to understand. Okay, it's two musical movements that I don't like. I've never liked. Will never ever like. If I could snap my fingers and erase. Their entire catalog, I would. It's Bone Thugs and Harmony and No Limit. Them two. Oh, we got a caller? Uh-oh. Okay. Tangent on pause. Caller, what's going on? Hey, hey, how's it going? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. What you got? cool um okay so let me let me get into the boffman real quick um i i I always i always get into debates with people i don't even debate people anymore about the boffman because um 
I did a show a while back and I, I gave the history of it. Basically, at the end of the day, what happens is when you're ready to bring in a new society, a new culture, you have to demonize all the old stuff. OK, um, that's just standard military warfare. So whenever you're ready to crush and bring down an old regime, you make all that shit, the old shit look evil and just bad. And then you you prop up your new way of thinking, your new culture, your new regime. So uh, right. so they can gravitate to new stuff. So the Baphomet basically now the image that you're used to that everyone is mainly used to is not is just probably the most popular image. There's been other images of uh, it having two heads, a man, and a, a male and a female head, a male, female animal head. So there's been different versions of the Baphomet. It just so happens that this particular one image is the most popular. Um, basically, at the end of the day, it was an ode to the franciscan moors from their um initiates basically it was like a a a gift to the to the old you know dark masters that's pretty much it and it was called the perfect man that's really it now the fact that they got everybody convinced that it's evil and satanic you know that's just you know that's that's on the public side of things but behind closed doors trust me you and believe that's there it's not what you they've convinced everyone that it, that it is but because you know christianity is the way it is um things images that don't resonate uh too too nicely it doesn't they don't they're not fuzzy and friendly and cute you know tend to get to get the uh the side eye or you know um raises an ire from 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 those that are, that are not really just initiated into you know what what these these signs and symbols really mean especially the old signs and signs and symbols so i don't even debate people on the baphomet i just let them say their spiel and i go on my way you know because um you know i got baphomet t-shirts and i got pentagram sweatshirts and people get so triggered and i can tell that they're either christian based or they're coming from another religion that's you know that you know is like okay you didn't you don't do you don't know your history about what these 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 meanings really mean so um okay so that was that what was the oh i'm sorry what was the other comment i'm sorry well as as you're talking i mean i've i've dived into brother panic and i've dived into um bobby hemmett a lot uh-huh. and i kind of wanted to ask you about so right now in in the zeitgeist that we're in we're seeing a lot of like the upsurgence of queerness, homosexuality, lesbianism. There's a lot of gender fluidity, uh, you know, topics of transgendered are like coming up on a rise. Um, And a lot of people, you know, either rock with it or completely don't. Um, And, you know, I kind of feel like people are allowed to feel however they want but I also I remember listening to Bobby Hemmett and there was a a video that he had on YouTube where he was talking about um, queer people in terms of spirituality and how they were like the gatekeepers um, to the spiritual realms more so than somebody who is straight 
And I kind of wanted to like pick your your brain about that as well. Like, how do you how do you? I'm assuming you're a, a straight man, right? Yes. Um, how do you orient yourself around topics of queerness and and spirituality? Is there a place in your mind for that stuff? Does it does it mix or? You know, is it the, the traditional narrative of queer people being, you know, the biblical abomination, etc.? Okay, so I remember that lecture. It was a street lecture he did. I remember that specifically because I remember listening to it. And even I was like, I was scratching my head. I was like, huh? I, I get what the point he was making because... Uh, the point that he was making, it was more like um, androgynous. Be- okay, so at the end of the day, souls, okay? It's not a male soul. It's not a female soul. It's all androgynous. You, you, you know, you like you're a little bit of both, okay? Um, so now if you believe in reincarnation and at one point you you were a female and you're reincarnating the body of a male, I could understand it. It may be some, there may, may be some conflict there, you know, like you always hear the term, I was born in the wrong body or, um, you know, you hear a lot of that. Now I'm not going to get into the whole food, water manipulation. because that, that plays a whole lot of part of it. The atrazine, that's one aspect of it, but you oh, I, definitely. Yeah. Right. Put it in marijuana as well. Now that it's legalized. Right. Um, w- would I say that, bisexual people are like the the gateway keepers to spirit i i I have a problem with that i i honestly i knowing how i feel about and how i am and i i can't see it but hey you know i'm not gonna say he's wrong in that it's just um you know i get i i know people that are just that just have that way about them that they're they're just not they're not too masculine, but they're not too feminine. They're like right in the middle, like literally right in the middle. I know people like that, male and female. And I could I could give I could understand his point as far as the fluidity part of it, the andro- the real androgynous part of it. It's not forced, you know. But as far as being like the gateway keepers to to to, to the to the to the spirituality, I don't know. I mean, because I, I get it, you know, if you're gonna if you if you're gonna if you're talking about souls and things of that nature, then yeah, there's not a male or female soul per se. You just you just this just this energy, this being that just is. There's no gender when it comes to you know that type of uh being per se. So I, I get it. I get it. Am I would I run around here saying it? No, I me personally I would not. That's not to say that I'm right or he's wrong either way. Um, I'm, I'm curious about your thoughts on, you know, what's in the water and, and the atrazine and all that stuff. Cause a friend of mine actually brought it up to me years ago. Uh, we were having a conversation and he was telling me about experiments that were being done on frogs, um, where frogs were basically through the, the implementation of atrazine, they were, um, Going from male to female, organ-wise, I think is what it was. Like, they're literally their sex organs, because of atrazine, were were changing. Um, 
and then like you know you you think about like this quote-unquote homosexual transgendered agenda but then i'm also like okay but you know let's say the powers that be they might have their own plan but then they're also you know just people on this earth who are different um and so how do you compartmentalize you know somebody's life their lived life versus an agenda that may be at play and then like you you get what i'm saying because like i i have a bunch of queer friends and the last thing that i want to do is to look at their life as an agenda that is being used to manipulate and you know destroy families when these people face a lot of discrimination every day but then also it's very evident that there are things that are being done that are kind of suspect behind closed doors by certain people and so like what's your take on that and like um how do you how do you navigate those spaces within yourself uh do you even think about that kind of stuff or is my question making sense yeah um okay so one thing i i don't do is i don't question people people's reality i i everyone to them their truth is their truth you know i would never question um what's real to them uh, i try and be respectful be, be respectful to everybody but with that being said um is it obvious social engineering taking place when it comes to sexuality without question without question um it's up to the individual i i, I would i say to for them to find what's their truth and just live in it you know and if it offends people then you know that's part of you know life and being an adult i mean every decision you make is not going to please everybody you shouldn't be trying to please everybody to begin with but you had to come to a, a point where you're you're content you're happy and you accept who you are if you still have questions about who you are then you need to that's issues you need to you know resolve within yourself before you can you know go to the next level per se sure. you know I guess I'm going to keep rapid firing until you feel like, you know, enough is enough and feel free to like, let me know when you touch your spill. I don't want to overstay. Um, so, um, I know, you know, through watching your videos, you spent time in the music industry. And I guess this kind of relates to chess too, because, uh, I feel like, you know, chess, Freemasonry, checkerboard floors, making moves, you know what I'm saying? Just like these, these ideas that come to my mind when I think about uh, social climbing and um, navigating large structures. I think about the Takashi 69 album that just came out, the cover, and he's like peeing rainbow on a checker, uh, not a checker, on a chessboard floor mm-hmm. um and these kind of things you know these these uh these visuals and i'm i'm curious i mean i kind of know some of your experience in in the industry because you've 
talked about it in previous videos. Um, but is the music industry completely done? Has it been completely, is it just all corrupt? Are there pockets where things make sense and aren't so, um, yeah, corrupted? Or is it all just uh, a lost cause? Um, is is there a way for for people to enjoy music and, and make music in spaces where, you know, they can do something genuine and not have it be taken over um, by the systems? Or is it that once you're in the game, it's pretty much a lost cause that there's only one way to do things. And if you don't do it that way, then you're pretty much gone. Um, and the reason why I say that is because I, I, I think about somebody like Kanye West. Um, feel like his soul is good. <laughs> feel like he got caught up in a bad situation. Um, I think something happened to him when he went to that hospital. I can't really say. Uh, I wasn't there. Um, but, I, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I feel like, you know, there's, I guess my question is, is there any space for good people to do good things uh, in this world through these industries, or is it completely trash? No, there's, um, no, I mean, in, 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 in all um, auspices of what you would deem an, an evil society, there's always people of good doing good works. The problem is you're, if you're gonna ask me, it's a lost, it's a, it's a losing battle. It's a lost cause. Um, if you think you're gonna get into this business, you know, for for goody feel good moments, it's just not not on the mainstream. Forget it. It's a it's it's a wrap. Just if I tell people all the time, like, you know, people are like, well, do I have to do this if I want to be a director? Do I have to do this if I want to be a producer? I'm like, fuck yeah, like it's 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 all encompassing. And they were like, well, how can I avoid it? I say. To stay independent. Well, I I, I don't want to be independent. Well, then prepare to get bent over and pick out a family member to, to, to give up. It's just that's just how it's always been. So people think they're going to come in and they're going to make an, an exception for them. Like, no, you're you're just another number, you another 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 body to, uh, you know, to be to, to feed to, to feed the beast. What makes you any different? You know, so I think people a lot of people are not realistic about what this this thing is. And, you know, some times they need to see for themselves and i'd be like hey by all means i wish you luck but you know when you get in too deep that's it you know so um unless you're trying to you know just do music at home for yourself and your family and friends if you're trying to you know actually be on tv and have your song you know on a radio per se then yeah you already know it's 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 um uh, it's some fuck shit going on so huh um what is the beast to you? I, I hear that term a lot. Is it the devil? Is it is it something else? Is it uh, are we are we looking at things through too much of a, a like an Abrahamic Christian Muslim Jewish lens, um, or is it that these these things these ideologies are literally? Let me back up. Okay, so I've been looking into Gnosticism, right? The Archons, the Aeons, Sophia, and her, like, you know, false abortion birth that may 
whatever the fuck, who is through their eyes our iteration of God, right? Um, and yeah, but then it's also funny to me because Gnosticism kind of like, you know, has source material in there. Hello, caller. I think I lost him. Hello. Congrats on the show, Mr. Sly. Oh, Lord Jesus. Lord, woman, how are you? Hello? Uh-huh. You're good, huh? How are you? I- I'm here. I'm here. What's what's on your mind, uh, Miss Miss Deer? My name is Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Okay. The meatless meatloaf. I saw a video on that and it horrified me. That people would rather go to solitary than eat it. It has to be horrible. What is it? Um, what is it made of? Honestly, I couldn't tell you, but it, I have some speculation, but I, I, I don't want to say if I don't have actual proof, but... You know, um, I, I remember back in the 70s and 80s, a lot of Muslim prisoners would, you know, require special items like special toothpaste because toothpaste that the prisons had had pork in it, things of that nature. They were really strict about their diet. So it's just more the same per se. You know, I haven't seen the document. I've heard it. People keep telling me about it, but I already I, I, I've been there. So I, I kind of understand. I, I know. So been there, done that, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, they also, you can, you can buy stock options. Yeah.
Well, I thank you for calling in. Okay, we well, have a good night. Thank you, you too, dear. That's that's what's up. I appreciate. I love the calls. I love the callers. So before I was interrupted, not I even say interrupted. Before I was going to go on my rant, once again, two of the worst musical movements ever in hip hop to me was Bone Thugs and the Harmony and motherfucking No Limit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I look at you funny if you say you were a fan of No Limit and fucking Bone Thugs and Harmony. I there it is there. I, whatever, call me what you want. Now, yes, did No Limit have some some pretty decent artists? Yes, I like Mr. Womp Womp. That I like that song. The dude with the white contact lenses, the white eyes, Magic. I liked him, but for the most part, the rest of them niggas was trash. Now. I had experience dealing with No Limit because I I would um, Don P's, I think it was his second album. Now, he had signed with Priority. This was back in, ooh, shit, 99, 2000. That was the first project I A&R'd. His nigga, this nigga name was Don P. And for those that don't remember, the album cover had a, he was, had a, a, a cover of a Range Rover. You know, the whole pen and pixel thing because they did all their all their graphics. Um, yeah, it was a pen and picks. Oh, hey, hey, got a caller. What's going on? Hey. What's the word, bro? What's the word? Yes, sir. Two, two records, um, Persia, Persia and India is, is, is what they is what they found. Persia and India. Yeah. Understand, I'm so hurt behind this shit, nigga. I love my fucking Tumblr, nigga. Tumblr was fucking lit, nigga. Tumblr. Yeah, I agree. I I'm still mad. I, oh, I'm gonna talk about it before before we end. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about it for sure, for sure. My man, thank you, thank you. Yes, sir. Okay. Peace. That's my man, Kev. Yeah. All right. Back to this motherfucking rant. Listen, 
Um, so yeah, I, the first project I A&R was Don P and Pen and Pixel Graphics, the Range Rover. He was in front of the Range Rover. So for those that want to fact check me and be like, slap bullshit, look that shit the fuck up. Okay. Um, yeah, I did. I could not get into the no limit thing. I could not, could not for the life of me. And I refuse. But anywho, now get into more Bone Thugs and Harmony. Bone Thugs and Harmony. I mean, I had Twister. So why would I need to listen to motherfucking Bone Thugs and Harmony? I had Twister. Right. I had I had uh, Daddy Freddy. Right. I had the Fushnickens. What the fuck I needed this to these these four muffins. I'm just on a rant right now. Y'all just bear with me. I could not get into the bone. And then first of the month came out, and I'm like, y'all celebrating food stamps? This when you knew hip hop was was taking a turn for the worst. The fact that you would celebrate food stamps <laughs> in this motherfucking song. <laughs> Yikes, 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 yikes. Okay, okay. Um, I try to say you slap a call and I got nervous. It, no, it's, it's Amanda. Amanda, it's all good. It's all good. You're good. You're good. Um, what else? What else? Tumblr. God damn it. They're getting rid of Tumblr. Well, I'm saying they're, they're going to start locking down on the NF or NSFW uh, work pictures and artwork and um, under the guise of protecting the children from images yada 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 i'm so fucking pissed like y'all don't understand your tumblr was life okay i've been on tumblr for about s- seven years and it was a it, it was a beautiful thing and now uh, according to the the ceo december 17th they're going to start sending out the bots to monitor the stuff whatever the case may be they're already doing it now i i did, I did a bunch of reposts and they've already been flagged for ex- as explicit, explicit content. So it's they didn't even give you to the 17th. Like they're already flagging this shit now. So rest in peace to Tumblr. It was it was real. I mean, I don't I, I know for those that, you know, if you don't if you're just not hearing about Tumblr, you missed the boat. You missed a wild ride. Shame on you if you don't if you you just now figuring out what the fuck Tumblr is. Tumblr was beautiful. Now it's dead. Okay, um, what else? Moving on. Let me go through these comments. Uh, okay, the Solar Warden Project. Yeah, I've heard about this. Now, here's the problem. Here's the problem with I have the entire Space Force and all that and the, 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 the particular um, project or the, the, the ship they're tracking, right? Now, and I remember years ago, they were. They said they were tracking the mothership above Antarctica. Okay, I remember this about six, seven, eight years ago. The report came out that there was a, a mothership literally hovering over Antarctica. Okay, and then now you know all of a sudden Antarctica, everyone's up there for meetings and stuff like that, which you know kind of makes sense, I guess, but. If you believe we've never been to the moon, if you believe we've never, uh, we faked the moon landing, the Van Allen radiation belts, if you believe these people 
open up portals and yet these other beings come through these portals to not let us out through the portals okay then then these space projects must be from other beings to come here and not so much for us to go there i'm just saying if you believe we can't not get past the van allen allen radiation belts now i've heard theories that certain people Groups of people can get past the belts and others cannot. I know where, where that's going when they say that. I know who they're talking about when they say that because there's mankind and then there's humankind. Do I have a caller in the line? Caller, hey, what's going on? Hey, hey, what's happening? Yes, sir. What's on your mind? I'm here, bro. I'm here. What's, what's on your mind? I'm sorry. Who, who's this? Oh man, you you know what, bro? What, what was the what was the last discussion that we had? Was, it, man, what's going on with you? How's uh how's the, the pregnancy going? Everything's good. Oh man, like yeah, that's the uh, that's the no go. Yeah, she had a miscarriage. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, bro. Oh, that's okay. Nah, you don't need, you ain't got to talk about it. I'm sorry, my 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 bad, bro. I didn't I didn't. That's no, nah, it's all good. But what? You, that's what's up how you been okay okay so what's on your mind tonight yeah it's supposed to be every two weeks but you know go ahead Okay. Okay. Um, there are certain things I choose to give my energy to. And as far as the Christmas, the only reason I even deal with Christmas is because of my daughter. But even she ain't into the Christmas thing like that. You know what I mean? Like, we don't even... have the last couple of years... I don't even I don't even wrap the gifts under the tree anymore. I just give it to her, you know. So um, for me and, and my family, it's just kind of a waning thing at this point. You know what I'm saying? To, now it's starting to be like another day, per se. It's always been another another day for me because it is what I'm not a kid anymore. But because of my daughter, I don't fuck with the, the Black Friday shit. I, I stay my ass at home. Why would you? Here's my thing. You had to be mentally ill. To want to go out here and fight with other people over TVs and inanimate objects, things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? You have to be mentally ill to get up here to go prepare for battle to fight over a goddamn TV. You know, you you have to be mentally ill to prepare to get your ass whooped over a fucking TV. You know what I'm saying? What is wrong with people to, that this is important to them? See, this is the energy I choose not to give myself over to. It's just really that simple, you know. If you the Christmas thing ain't, ain't fucking, it, it don't it, it doesn't resonate in your spirit, then don't fuck with it, you know. 
I don't think it should. I don't think it should about Christmas. To be honest with you, I know what it is. I know what it means. You know, I don't. But you know, I, as I've got no, I'm just like I don't give a fuck. I, you know. I'm like at work, you know, they get like holidays, shit like that, man. But I don't know, because this year I got Christmas off and shit. And, uh, I'm, I'm pretty much set. I don't know what to do. So I'm thinking about just working on that day, getting up the extra trip and run. But uh, yeah, man, I don't really like the, like, the consumer side of things, because I mean, like, if you're getting bad for the whole year, and like, you know, so you got automatic freebies, you know, for a few Xbox and shit like that, you mm-hmm. know, so it's kind of weird to me, you know what I mean? But. Mm-hmm. Bruh, come on. Hey, listen, man. Listen. Next live stream, I'm gonna get your you get your ass on here and get this work so we can talk about this goddamn hip hop shit, okay? Bruh, stop. No, stop. No, no. We're going to do this on a live stream. Not the. You're not going to sit here and try and pick apart my list of those motherfuckers I named that, that were better than Eminem. You're not going to do that tonight. No. We can do this Saturday. Because <laughs> I know it's because it, I got other calls, other calls to get to. But no, we know. Put mark this down. We'll, we'll go over my list. There you go with that shit. Nah, we good. Like I said, mark mark on the calendar. We can talk about my list, though, for sure. I'll defend my list to anybody. Yeah, but no, nah, it's all good. Um, let me get to this another call, but I do thank you for calling in, bro. But now nah, I got you on the next live stream, though, for sure. Okay, bro. All right, peace. Caller. Hello. Hey, how are you? Hey, what's going on? Hi, you sound very nice. I'm good, and you? Uh, what's on your mind tonight? Girl, stop. Um, Okay. I know a couple of ex Okay. And they left the business because Clive David tried them sexually. So I wanted to know your input on that. Um, have I had run-ins with, with people like that? Yes, I have. I've I've had run-ins with women, uh, a particular female. Um, ooh, I can't I can't say her name. But she used to manage. Ooh, shit! Gonna turn you gonna turn me fucked up. Let me think. Let me think. How can I say this? How can I say this? Okay, okay. She used to manage. I don't think so, Okay, right, right. Okay, okay. She used to work for Def Jam, right? And she used to manage the little the little singing ass, the little singer dude. I'll leave it at that. Thing and you stay away from that. I'm like, you know, you're an attractive guy. 
and you know they're coming at them left and right. So I'm like, was that your experience? Why you kind of backed out of it, or? Actually, you know what? I got pressed more when I was in Atlanta from from guys. Where does I listen? It was I never had gone through anything like that, right? We would be in the Linux mall and the dudes would and I'd be with my woman, a woman, a woman, whoever the fuck I'm with at the time. I would literally have dudes whistle and cat call at me. I couldn't explain to you how just disgusted I felt, right? I'm just like, what the fuck? I not only do you not see me with this woman, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, are, are you whistling at me or her? I had to look. And the niggas looking at me. I'm like, like oh, no. <laughs> Man, listen. I, I I couldn't. The feeling was indescribable. I felt almost like a powerless to do something. You know what I'm saying? Because if I if I act a fool, you know, that's a hate crime. And, and you know, I'm going to get, you know, people going to look at me like, dude, why you, why'd you do that? Yada, yada, yada. This is, this is Atlanta. This is how we get down. Like, so th- me leaving the business. And the thing is, I don't never, every time I leave the business, I come back because it's always a phone call. There's always a project they want me to work on. So like, even with this, this go around again, I'm somewhat kind of back in into it now, but, um, it was for me, it was more um, other shit that I seen. Not so much that, just some other weird shit. That I was just like, you know, I can't fuck with this shit, you know. Proudly, he's proudly out there. That's the thing about it. He's proudly out there, and nobody gives him flack for it, you know? Yes. Yeah. Well, doing a great job, and I'll continue listening. Thank you. I, I'm sorry. Can I get your name? Nay. Oh, Nay White. Got you. I'm writing that down. Yeah, buddy. Nay White. Yeah, you don't. You don't fucked up now. I got your name. I got your name. All right, you too. All right. Awesome, awesome. I love the calls. I love the calls. Please, if you got you got questions, call in. That's what I'm here for. Um, what was I talking about? I lost my train of thought just like that. Oh, trash ass bone thugs in harmony. Got us out here celebrating food stamps. That that's that's yeah, that's why I I don't like bone thugs in harmony. I, I really after that song, I was like, you know what? First of the month. I don't know what that is because I don't get food stamps. So I couldn't relate. I couldn't relate. I couldn't relate. So I'm I'm weird like that, y'all. I grew up kind of bougie, kind of sheltered. Um, I don't know what a mayonnaise sandwich is. I don't know what a sugar sandwich is. You know what I'm saying? No distance to my to my people that had struggles in life. I don't know what that shit is. I don't know what what what. I didn't I didn't have to sell drugs to feed my family. I don't know. I can't relate to shit like that. I understand why people do it and, and kids and all, but I personally can't I, I I had a great childhood. I had a great life growing up. You know? So um a lot of the songs that resonated with with what you would deem poor people, I I couldn't, you know. So and no no Ra, we're not gonna take any unknown callers because we're not talking no bravery. Hold on, let me type this in. No bravery. My bad, y'all. 
I'm talking to my producer and my, and my, and my sound guy. No bravery. Um, have I ever had? Uh, yes, I've had Vienna sausage. Okay, here's a story. Oh, I gotta call her. Gotta call her. Call her. Call her. Call her. Call her. Call her. How's it going? Hey. Hi, how you doing? I'm good. Yes, what's your question? What you, yeah, what's your question? No, it's okay. You're technically, oh. technically, you're still on. I mean, technically, I'm still on the live. No, you're you're fine. I'm still on. Yeah, I'm still on. Interesting. Danny Hiller. I have to look into that. Okay, so okay, ten year clock. There was a movie that came out some years ago called, uh, I believe, it was called The Clock in the Mountain. And what that was, and and I believe, if I remember correctly, it, there was a portal in the mountain, or some, it was a time warp or a portal in the particular mountain. And the elites would use it to to go back and forth to manipulate time, and they would come back. They would come out the mountain to check to see if their timelines were correct and things of that nature. It was an old flick. That's the only reference I can give you as far as why a clock would be in the mountain per se. Could be. I would have to actually look into that. I'm sorry, could they do what now? Um, figuratively. Not, I wouldn't. I'm not gonna say literally. I mean, they could sleep. You know that that's that's a pretty broad general uh, term. You know, there's different versions of sleep. You know, yeah. So how how much time are they?
That's crazy. Wow. So they're really ramping that up. Yeah, because I mean, my daughter, I didn't have a problem with her as a gender, but they're changing a lot of things in the hospital now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's. Mm -hmm. that's crazy that's crazy that's insane wow yeah they're not, they're not playing okay yeah okay well, did you have anything else on your mind tonight or Not a problem. Not a problem. Okay. I appreciate you calling in. Thank you. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So before I wrap this up, I'm going to tell a little story. And this is about my childhood per se. Like I was saying, like, I don't know what a sugar sandwich is and I don't know what mayonnaise sandwiches are, things of that nature. So yeah, I, I grew up pretty, pretty privileged, but there was one time my mother, right? Now my, mind you, my parents are divorced, whatever. My mother had fixed us beans and weenies, right? And we came home from school because we were, we were latchkey kids. And we were like, yo, what is this? This what is this hot dogs and beans? I I, I was like, I think I was about 10. My brother was eight. And I was like, yo, nah, this is disrespectful. Like, what the fuck is this being? I'm not gonna eat this shit. So I called my dad. I said, Dad, mom is not feeding us. I know, I know I lied my ass off, but then that's what kids do. I said, yo, I said, Dad. Your mom is not feeding us and we are hungry, right? So, of course, my dad is livid. I mean, he's hot. He goes to my mom's job after he brings us food or whatever because he didn't come in. We didn't we didn't let him in the house. We just grabbed the food, right? Well, it was McDonald's and shit. Yo, so my dad goes to my mom's job. And phew, nigga, you know, my pops being my pops, whatever. And then, of course, mom's being moms you know so sure enough uh dad called the house and he was like what the fuck you mean you just you said you didn't have any food she said she cooked food for you i said yeah but she cooked beans and just beans and weenies and we didn't we didn't want to eat this shit <laughs> so yo so, yo, my dad cussed me out. He cussed me smooth the fuck out. Because, you know, I'm like, well, yo, and I was like, yo, my little brother, you know, the, I'm like, well, boy, he didn't want to eat anything. He's like, I don't give a fuck. You're the oldest. You're in charge. And, uh, yeah, my dad, my dad smooth cussed us the fuck out. He cussed, cussed me out for about 20 minutes on the phone. And I mean, because I didn't want to eat the motherfucking beans and weenies. So then mom's, mom's called. And mom's like, you know, what the, you know, I'm gonna fuck you up when you get home. And how the fuck you gonna have your, that man come to my job? And, yo, it was, 
I got my ass whooped for that shit. Normally, my mother would never touch me because I'd be like, Dad's trying to whoop me. Dad'd be like, No, don't whoop these kids. But that that day, I got a whooping. I mean, because nigga, I didn't want to eat no beans and weenies. And guess what happened the next time? Um, wait a minute, do I have a caller? No, no, no. You let I be mama. <laughs> Yo, so guess what happened though? After that incident, my mom's never ever fixed beans and weenies ever again. So who won that one? Huh? Huh? Power of the mind. See, I took the ass whooping, but I won the war. She never fixed that shit again. <laughs> she never fixed that shit again. I won, y'all. I won the war. Ah, <laughs> okay. So, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this show up, y'all. Uh, once again, I mean, y'all. <laughs> I, uh, Jeffrey. Next time, brother, call in, man. That's what the number is there for. Yeah, exactly. The art of war. I won that shit. Forty-eight laws of power. Fifty. Yo, fifty. I'm gonna be fifty. First law of power. Take the ass whooping to achieve your further goal. Okay, I got that. So with that being said, I want to thank everybody that uh, that joined me tonight, and uh, hopefully you guys learned something um, as far as the next time you go to play chess or the next time you see a chess board, things of that nature. And um, I think I want to thank all the callers that called in. You guys really saved my ass because I really didn't have anything else to talk about tonight after the chess thing. So this one's for you guys. So once again, um, thank everybody. You guys all stay vigilant. And um, we will do this again real, real soon. You guys have a good night. Peace. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Cool. It, it is, right? <laughs> I know, right? As a parent now, I'm like, yeah, I show, I, sh I understand now, right? Yeah, yeah. Every just to throw it in, just for good measure. Exactly. Fuck, spoken like a true parent. Yes. Right. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was creepy. That was that was creepy. Yeah. That was creepy. It's okay though. It's all good. It's all good. That, yeah, what this what's the what good is a website with no porn? Like what the fuck? You know? Oh, I, I did. I was man, listen. Yeah, I read the, the note from the CEO. I was like, this is bullshit. 
It's... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's um so I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know what sites I'm gonna go to because this time I'm I'm just I'm depressed basically. So mm -hmm. Duh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. All day, all day. Definitely. God bless, bless his heart. Bless his heart. Yeah. Mm hmm Oh, okay. Oh, shit, you got a you got a good memory because I I was just like Yeah, I was at a loss. I was trying to be out. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yes, sir. Okay, bro. For sure. All right, Pete. I right, have a good night. Yo. I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna rock this out for another 20 minutes. 20 minutes. That's all you guys. So yeah, getting back to the, the beans and weenie story. That's right. I took the ass whooping, but I won the war. That's right. I won. 
Uh, let's see. I need to do movie viewings with us. Uh, start with V. Truman. Show. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I hate you, Jeffrey, but shit, I didn't talk about that shit so many damn times. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Who's getting the ass beat? I'm not DJ Laws. I was telling a story when I was a little kid. I was bad. I did some bad shit. Wait a minute. What's the law say? My mom is a Leo. So, oh my God. Yo, let me tell you. Let me, let me tell you why I can't. Zodiac signs I cannot. I can't get along with. Aries women. If you're an Aries woman. Please stay away from me. I've dealt with two Aries women. And they both ended badly. I can't stand them bitches. I'm sorry. And I say bitch respectfully. I can't stand them bitches. I can't stand an Aries woman. I can't. I can't fuck with y'all. I can't fuck with Leo women. My wife is a Leo. And I be wanting to strangle her. Her little thick neck ass. But her neck is too thick for the, for my hands. Because I can't, I can't wrap my hands all the way around her neck. Because it's just too thick. Right? So Leo women... Stay the fuck away from me. Pisces women. Definitely stay the fuck away from me. I dealt with a Pisces chick. It went down in flames. Can't fuck with y'all bitches. And I say bitches respectfully. Wait, wait, Leo's favorite line is, you don't tell me what to do. Yeah, see. Oh, oh, Taurus. Taurus. My mom's Taurus. Can't fuck. I mean, but then I dealt with another, another Taurus woman. So it was a 50-50 right now. But normally, I, I normally Aries, Leo, Pisces, and Taurus women. I tend not to fuck with y'all. I need y'all to stay the fuck away from me for your safety. <laughs> I never had to do the sugar, water, and mayo sandwiches. My mom tried fried bologna. I never had fried bologna. None of that shit, yo. For real. For real. I, I, I uh, Listen, I'm not saying, yeah, I am saying, yeah, I I had it pretty good. So all the struggle food, I don't know what that is. I'm sorry. Um, I I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm sorry. I don't know. Oh, your mom's a Taurus too? Holy cow. We're twins. We're related. We're, We're like brother and sister. I think we're I think we're we're related, Cindy. So yeah. Might be my second he might be my seven eighth cousin or some shit. Right? Nicole, I like cancers. I have Venus and Cancer. So wait a minute, Nicole, what are you? What's your what's your sign? The Leo Bastion is real. Nay White, it's not you, it's not personal, boo. It's just I just I don't know. We was poor. I'm sorry. Scorpio woman, women, my favorite women. Scorpio, Scorpio woman was good to me. It's very good to me. And he said, come on, stop. Okay, Nicole, you're Leo. God damn it. Son Virgo, right? What the fuck? Listen. I don't know. I, you know, I don't try to group everybody all together, but God damn it. Listen, I group all Aries women together. I group all Taurus women together. I am, I am now starting to group all Pisces women together. And 
Leo women. Yeah, throw your ass in there, motherfucker, too. So. A Lion King movie we made too. Oh my god. Yeah, that Lion King trailer looked, looked pretty pretty decent. I didn't get a whooping. I won too. <laughs> That's because you're a girl. Girls don't get beaten. Boys get beaten. Boys get beat. When boys don't get whooped, they get beat. There's a, there's a big difference. Girls occasionally may get a whooping, but boys get beat without question. Without question. Virgo and Virgo is not a good mix. I don't know everybody else I pretty much get along with, but for the most part, if you're in that that, that four that four horsemen category I just mentioned, I don't know. I don't know. My dad's a Pisces. Sandy, that's fucked up. So your dad's a Pisces. My dad's a Pisces. Your mom's a Taurus. My mom's a Taurus. Nigga, we cousins. We we related. We we when when is the cookout? When when is the the, the family uh, reunion? <laughs> ah shit! Wait a minute, Amanda. I'm not mean. What? My mama beat me with a broom and extension cord when we was in. Yo, I got hit. I got beat with a phone extension cord. I got beat with a wooden tennis racket, nigga. What? We are cousins. Nicole, what would you get beat with? Nicole got beat with a piece of paper. Belts and bamboo sticks. Oh, shit. Okay, well, goddamn. Okay, oh, shit. Okay, well, the bamboo sticks. I've been hit with a bamboo stick, so I, that shit will open you up. Especially if it's it, if it's the old school bamboo that's been wrapped and the edges have not been um, covered. That shit will split you open. That's crazy. Okay, Mike, I'm sorry. Um, Nicole, you, you, yeah, you, you, you got beat. You got beat. That shit will open you up. I got switched from the south. In Salam, you probably picked the little baby switches and shit. Scorpio, sexy, aren't you great? Oh, yo, yo, like I said, yo, Scorpio women. Yeah, she was, she was good to me. She was good to me. Haitians have this thing where you get on your knees and arms crossed. Oh, okay. Ever get beat with this tree switch? My name Toby. That's fucked up. That's, that's a, Wow. That's funny. Aries women ain't shit. Man, Shafiq, brother, say that shit again. Wait a minute, you ever get hit with the end of a power cable? No, I have not. That's uh goddamn you know what's funny? Think about it. What our parents did to us was child abuse. For real, for real. Like, yo, you know how you know how you know how cognitive, cognitively dissonant my mom is? Yo, I, be, I tell my mom, like, yo, mom, you remember you used to beat me with this? My mom's be like, I don't remember hitting you with that. 
I wouldn't hit you with that. I mean, yo, ma, here's a scar from it. My mom's is in such an utter total denial. My mom be like, I didn't hit you. I didn't hit you as much as you think I hit you. Like, motherfucker, yes, the fuck you did. <laughs> I'm like, motherfucker used to beat me. <laughs> yo. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that what our parents did to us, y'all, for real, was child abuse. Like, for real. I, I'm not. It's funny now, but seriously, the shit that we went through, that was child abuse. Could could you imagine a kid doing that shit to a kid today? You'd be under the fucking jail. You'd be under the fucking jail. Yeah, moms don't remember. I had to, I had to show her scars, and she still be like, that's not what that's from. I don't remember that shit. I don't remember hitting you like that. I wouldn't hit you like that. The fuck? I'm like, nigga, really? I had to give her that nigga look. I'm like, nigga, really? I had to give it that look, you know? Yo, but for real, for real, yeah, if you touch a kid, breathe on a fucking kid these days, your ass is going to jail, okay? I remember when they first started telling kids in school, call 911. I remember the, I remember that year. Um, But this was, uh, how old was I? Hell, I was a, I was a teenager at that point, but I remember the moment school started telling kids, call 911 if your parents, if you feel you're being abused by your parents. Because honestly, we did have a lot of kids being abused, like legit. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, w- I would call my dad, yo, like, you know, and uh, yeah, because dad was not like he wasn't into the beating. My dad was like into creative punishments and shit like that. Dad, my dad would make us take naps, <laughs> or or he would he would he would hit us in the hand with a comb, open handed with a comb. But my dad was not into into the the whoopings and shit. He would just be like, "Yo, take away something they like," right? He would take away the Nintendo. Oh my god, that shit, nigga, that shit hurt. And I mean, when we took the Nintendo for, for a week, nigga, I ain't never cried so hard in my life. Nigga was crying over fucking Nintendo. Cried. You know? I thought about telling him I woke up. My mom said she would call 911 for me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But wait a minute. Think about it. Yeah, we still did fucked up shit. So the beatings didn't work. I'm sorry. The beatings did not. We still did jacked up things. The beatings did not work. It only taught us to be better at hiding shit or being more sneaky or being more crafty. Okay. It's like going to prison. You either learn how to be a better criminal. Right. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Either you reform or you be, you learn how to become a better criminal. Yeah. Pops did not care. I used to say God is watching. Still got pinched. Oh my lord! What's your take on the missing women in DC? I mean, I mean, you know, every every city, every decade, there's a new city um, listing for different um, people going missing. So, but you know, DC has a sordid history, even with the little boys back in the '80s. Remember, um, there was a scandal. The Republicans, 
there was a boy's home and they would bring the boys to the to the congressman's uh flat stone i talked about it before but and they would bring these boys for these parties and they these boys would be around these these uh politicians this is back in the 80s in dc so dc has a very very sordid history a very sordid sexual history with uh with black people and politicians okay so yeah somebody showed me this video of this kid crying at his mom smashed his game with a hammer he was crying hard like yo I, yo that's that's my dad my dad was like yo take away something they like so that's what yeah operation brownstone thank you i never got caught almost burned down the house i love oh my god fucking pyro fucking sandy's a fucking pyro I mean, I, I get they're they're going to the extreme with the shit, but seriously though, like, come on, would you would you would you hit your kid with an extension cord? Seriously, all bullshit to the side. Would you hit your kid with a cable cord, a wire hanger, uh, an extension cord, a bamboo stick? You would not. No one could pay you to hit your kids with that shit. Stop with that. Exactly. So, um, you know, I, I, I couldn't imagine hitting, hitting, hitting my daughter with some of the shit I got hit. Are you kidding me? You know, I knew kids that got hot water thrown on them. You know, I remember there's this one little girl and her mother would throw hot water on her. That's how, that's how she, that, that was her punishment. You know what I'm saying? So. <clears throat> Wait, wait, wait. Mary W.H. Bunnell. Latrice, hey, how's it going? Hangers are bad. The metal ones, exactly. And then, then you then they make you take a shower or a bath with that shit with these open wounds. Are you fucking kidding me? And then your parents would be like, you better not say shit in, in school. Don't say nothing in school. Like, what the fuck? And then, I ain't gonna say nothing. These scars gonna say something for me. These scars will speak speak for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how are you gonna tell me to be quiet? This fucking gash on the back of my neck gonna say something. <laughs> what? <laughs> Could you imagine hitting your child with a wire hanger? Seriously. And you you know when you you know when you're hitting when you got hit you hear the the air behind the item like when you when you swing a uh, uh, when you swing a, a a coat hanger, you hear the air. Could you imagine that shit on your kid? Could you imagine hitting your kid with that shit? Wait, I got my nose broken with frozen meatballs by Mom Dukes. God damn. Well, I think we have a winner tonight, folks. God, you bring up some bad memories. I'm sorry, cupcakes. Listen, I, but this is you know what you know what the problem is, cupcakes. This is what happens when you grow up with that type of corporal punishment. Guess what happens? That means when you have your kids, you don't touch your kids. Like you, you overcompensate by letting your kids do whatever the fuck they want. And you don't, you don't punish them because you remember how badly you, you were beaten and you was like, I'm not, I'm not going to beat my kid like that ever. So you don't end up punishing your kid at all. Right. So that's what ends up happening. Kiri, oh my goodness, Kiri Sones, holy, Kiri, it's been, a, it's been months, how you been? 
How are the kids? How's the, how's the hubby? I didn't eat it. And mom learned her lesson spoiled still. Yeah. Like, it's a few times I had to put, I had, I had to grab mini me up, you know? But I'm not going to hit my, I'm not going to hit my daughter with no fucking, you know what I'm saying? A fu- an extension cord? Like, who thought that? Sh- you know what's funny? And I hate to say this, but Tommy Sotomayor made a great point when it comes to us and corporal punishment. And he was like, we just learned that shit from, you know, um, certain certain groups of people. You know what I'm saying? Struggling with all oh, since January 2018. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, the little girl that the hot water. Oh, yeah, she's alive. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But that was just how her mother. You know, her mother would take a cup and just throw it at her. You know what I'm saying? She would let the water sit for a while and whatever, and she would throw it on her. So it depends on whatever the water splash is where she got burned at. You know. So, ready for the end? I hear you. Trying to hit me, and I threw her against the wall. We had to redo the sheet rock. Oh, my Lord. But you ain't going to hit. No, no, all right. I understand. If the kid, if the kid hits you back, you got you to gotta put him in the ground. I understand. Wow, my friend mom used to beat her with high heel shoes. I was like, ouch, good lord. Corporal punishment on on an ass is my way. Huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I like I said, I for me, I, I can give Minnie me a look or just to even tone of my voice and she'll start crying. So that's all I don't have to do all that extra shit. You know, I just raise my voice and she starts crying. You know, I'll ask her a question. In a certain tone, she'll start crying. So I ain't got to really, you know, put foot the ass on her like that. So. So I'm, I'm sorry for bringing up all these bad memories, guys. I went through it with y'all, too. So, but hey. I'm going to uh, wrap this up. Because it's getting late. I got to go to work. And you guys got to go to work as well. So only about once a month. More like a reminder. Wait a minute. I'm witnessing my homegirl get popped in the mouth from the iron skillet. The fuck? Jeez. You know, you know what's sad? For real, y'all. That we all have these stories. That most of us have these stories. Of, of getting beat up pretty bad with items from my parents or from my mothers or whatever. That's just, that's not normal. I'm sorry. That's not normal. That's, I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I couldn't imagine doing that to my kids. So yo, you, why, yo, why you, why the Islanders so goddamn violent? God damn. Jamaicans, Haitians, yo, yup. Yeah. You know, I'm waiting for somebody to say, yo, my mom ran me, ran me over with a car. Damn, not the face. Asian parents beat you the worst. Good Lord. I'm sorry, y'all. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. I'm not going to build a rail again, but I ran. That was my fault. Whenever, whatever hit me did. Jeez. Is Linda Moulton the truth? Um, You know, I, I guess. Caribbean parents are evil. I, 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 I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. So, hey. All right. 
Go ahead, everybody get out of here. Everybody go to bed. Go be with your families. Go eat or something. Read a book or something. Yo, Kev, for real, Nick, yeah, we definitely assault, battery, um, bodily harm, grievous, grievous bodily injury. Like that, those are real charges. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Kiri, I, 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 I'll, I'll be, I'll be looking for you, Kiri. It's, it's good though. I'm glad to see you. So don't be a stranger next time. My family tucked in for the night. No, y'all up? Y'all, okay, well, I have to go to work in the morning, so y'all can be up. So, I'm going to try and do a live stream um, this weekend with, you know, for everybody to get on, but we shall see. But in the meantime, once again, thank you guys for hanging out with me. So, um, I'll be afraid to show a teacher and bruise or help. Yeah, I know, right? So... All right, you guys have a good night. Good night, Salam. You guys have a good night. Y'all be easy. Latrice, my dad never hit me. See, girls don't get hit. It's rare that girls. Okay, here's what I've noticed. The daddies never hit the daughters. The mothers hit everybody. I'm going to leave it at that. Jeffrey, next time, yes, call in. Don't be a stranger. So, y'all be easy. Y'all have a good night. Peace. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? There you go.